Jag tror jag. What do you call Slenderman if he made fruit beverages? I don't know. What would you call Slenderman if he made fruit beverages? Blenderman. <laughs> <laughs> This week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week. We'll be doing WrestleMania predictions. Eurovision 2017. We'll be talking about the film Beware the Slenderman. Chips and Samurai Jack. Season 5, episode 3. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Welcome to this bleeping show. Ha ha ha! Yes, it's going to be one of those shows. Uh, I'm going to explain why I said that uh, really soon. But uh, before I say uh, do that, uh, let's say hi to some people that is online. For example, Tilly. Hi, Tilly. Hey, Fro. Hey, everybody. How are you bleeping doing? I'm bleeping marvelous. Thank you very much. I like huh? this uh, non-cursing episode. My yep. mum will be very pleased. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we will explain uh, a little what happened uh, later. Um, let's say hi to our bleeping co-host, uh, for example, Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? How are you bleeping doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we explain what's going on? <laughs> I guess yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> no, let them just wander. <laughs> no, I'm 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 trying to keep this uh, podcast uh, curseless. Uh, I'm. I, we're not going PG. Uh, oh my gosh, we're not. Uh, because we're talking about non-PG things. But uh, we are trying to not keep it rated R because of my stupid cursing. So that's why I made a point of saying bleeping. So if I curse, blame Luke. <laughs> I'll probably still curse. I don't, I'm not trying to catch myself, but Fro is trying to stop cursing. Why are you trying to stop cursing, Fro? Uh, because I want to be a better and good Christian. Uh, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not joking. You just gotta uh, come up with the replacement words, like me. Me, I always come up with weird replacement words for curse words. Which is how curse words start. Yeah. Right. I effin. I I spell it e f f i n. 
and yeah. it just means yeah <laughs> i've always felt unless i'm talking about somebody who is homosexual i spell gay i still say it i've got gay friends i'll say oh mm-hmm. that's gay but i spell it g-h-e-y because it's not the term right. i'm not saying oh that's a homosexual thing i'm saying oh god that's gay like oh because uh, what are you doing when you smoke killer <laughs> you're taking a what uh, having a fag mm-hmm Yep. Just but that's uh, we don't we don't use faggot as a no no but uh, but it, or it's, fag. it's not a... it's so strange what is curse uh, words and not and I mean bleeping is is maybe my new favorite curse word because <laughs> it means nothing it means nothing and everything all at once yeah the good. thing is though, <laughs> yeah. it's the it's the fact that you're using it using extra things to sort of convey emotion and the whole thing of not cursing surely is to not use that it's it's also to try to get uh, a more consciousness uh, around what i really say to be honest Mm, it's not only about cursing it's also trying to be more uh active in in the way I speak to try to find a better way to explain myself because I mean, curse words are good when when I hurt myself or when I f up or whatever because I I, I do stupid things I, I I don't know if you you guys know that but I, I <laughs> do sometimes do stupid things. As you ask the doctors in any accident and emergency, they've heard. Every swear word in the world, because now and again there are times, even the most. You know. But I want you. I want your mother to be to be able to listen to this uh, podcast in the car. Yeah. Hi, hi, Tilly's mom. By the way, hi. Yeah, hi, mom. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy belated Mother's Day, moms. Moms, I like hashtag moms. I like. No, I really <laughs> like your mom. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very fortunate with my parents. Yeah, really exactly. fortunate. I'm, I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> like my... Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. bro, that's cruel. Uh, let's talk about something else than my mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what has happened? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny because we just became fr- uh, Facebook friends again. And and she she's been commenting on on my things on, online, and I told her uh, about uh, the podcasts and things like that. For mm-hmm. so that's that's why I'm I'm a little afraid she will listen. <laughs> I was just about to say this is the best way to put an end to all of that. Just added, she's just added me as friends, and now she's deleted me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that my own mom will listen to the podcast. No, I, I'm really not. I, I'm not saying anything bad about you, mom. I I, I love you. <clears throat> let's move on. Uh, we, we had something. Let's talk about something tragic. So I, I stopped laughing about myself. Uh, you had something tragic happening in London this week. Yes, we did. Unfortunately... Although, to be fair, it was really, really bad and horrible and things. But before we get into it, I want to make two points. 
sure. one, this is a drop in the ocean as to what's going on everywhere, every like, yeah. every other day. And two, thank God we don't have guns in this country, like just legally to buy. The police do, the armed really, police, man. and they have to be specialised. But if this guy had a had a gun, there would have been a lot more devastation. Right, yeah. But yeah, basically, a man drove across um, Westminster. Is it Westminster Bridge or is that? No, it's London Bridge, isn't it, that one? Um I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just unsure. I've been along that bridge a lot of times. I've got friends that live around the corner. I spent a lot of time in London, and like that's it's right near Namco. That's where like there's a really big um, arcade. But anyway, yeah, big tourist area, and a guy drove through mowing down people that were along the bridge. Drove in through a fence, I believe, into Westminster. Um, got stopped by police and he stabbed a policeman um, before he got shot by the um, British armed police mm. that are all around Westminster because, you know, let's face it, they've, with everything that's going on over the past, what, 30 years? <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they want some guns around. But yeah, um, they instantly announced that one person had died. I think one person died pretty much as soon as they got them to the hospital. Um, or was that the police officer? Uh, yeah, the police officer was worked on for a guy, bit. guy, man 75, uh, Leslie Rhodes, uh, died in the... Yeah, he's the one that died uh, on the bridge. Instantly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, four dead the thing in front four, of 40 injured. It's, uh, it's pretty... It's, it's a pretty low number, I think. It is. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean it could have been I'm, much worse. Yeah, I guess it could yeah. be. Super if this much was worse. the summer holidays, this would have been horrific. This would have been yeah. hundreds and hundreds, because um, that bridge is—it's the bridge that leads from one part of London to where the London Eye is, the London Dungeons, as I said, Namco, oh. um, the London Aquarium. That's all, like the other side of this bridge to Westminster. So, or just down the road, it's all... Falling down, falling down. (laughs) (laughs) That guy tried it. And this is right outside of Parliament. I think that's the reason it's probably why it became such a big story. It was in some little village in London. I don't think this would be as big of a story. It would still be a big story, but since it was right outside Parliament, it's a bigger story. And you would assume... That the guy's ultimate goal was probably to get in there, but he, he didn't make it. I agree it, so. to certain yeah. points. I, I do. Well, uh, he managed to get into the actual the fencing ground. area. Right. Yeah, the ground. Not into the building itself, right? No. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's. I mean, it. Uh, I'm not going to jinx it, but it's been a long time since we we talked about uh, something like this on the podcasts. Uh, uh, it feels like it feels like it's been a long time since we had something in this news, and then I was thinking, oh no, it's not that long time ago. Last the week before that, we had France again. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think because we had such a period of every single time yeah. there was more than one. Yeah, and we were having to report on so many of them. Yeah, right, now yeah. it's it's not stopped, but it's slowed down a bit too. I know there was another shooting here in America at a nightclub um, 
this week as well yeah. that we're, we didn't report on. But this one in England, I guess the guy's name was Khalid Masood, uh, 52. And he, uh, I, they said that there was, uh, every news outlet's calling it an attack. Um, it's not a terrorist attack, but yeah. it seems like a fairly terroristy attack to me. I know yeah, ISIS he claimed, wanted to cause terror. Claimed, ISIS yeah. supposedly claimed it, but they claim things that they don't do just because they're idiots. They like yeah. to- hey, they claim that I was born. I mean, they claim <laughs> But uh, it's been some somewhat uh, aftermath uh, during that because uh, uh, I don't know if you use WhatsApp. I don't know. I use it with my dad all the time. Uh, I didn't get Skype till you made me. I think <laughs> yeah, we me talked and my about dad. WhatsApp like last week and the week before, so this kind of goes with what we were talking about the last couple of weeks with, about it. So yeah, and me and my dad we talk on WhatsApp when we we see things together on different places we use whatsapp all the time uh and it's a handy little uh thing but it has encryption in it uh it's it's really safe uh app to use by the way uh, unless so, the cia well, is watching you yeah we found out from wikileaks because they could just yep. bypass that encryption but they, yeah they can but some somewhat safe er safer safer right. than safe. sure but uh, uh, the UK targets WhatsApp encryptions after this uh, attack. What is this about? Uh, because well, of this attack, I guess. Um, some, apparently uh, he uh, used WhatsApp. WhatsApp? Right. Yeah, okay. And uh, other terrorists in the past have used it. And so the politicians in the UK are saying we got to... We need to get access to what's going on on these networks because there's terrorist people talking to each other and we, we can't see it, uh, is what they're saying. So they're kind of using this to um, gain access to something that they don't have access to, in a way. Yeah. So they're, they're using it for their own good, up. in a way. What, it's what's BBM the name Messenger of... all over again. That BBM uh. thing that they use for the London riots. I, can't, I never had a BlackBerry, but that BlackBerry to BlackBerry Messenger thing that was all used, Luke. they used that rather than Facebook and things. It's this all right, over right. again. All right. Luke, you that speak Froldish uh, when, when it's trying to remember things. What's the name of that girl that got fired this week from her job uh, because she was uh, uh, pro-abortion? Uh, Tommy Loren? Yes, thank you. I, I was thinking, uh, <laughs> I was pulled that one out of my butt. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, no, uh, but I, I was thinking about her uh, uh, this week because I I kind of like her. Uh, I, I I have a secret crush on her. She's she's my hate crush. Uh, okay. Hate crush. Yes. She's, she's attractive, but she's a complete moron. But yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, uh, that's why she's my hate crush. Yes, she doesn't uh, believe she's... anything she says. She says all this stuff for <laughs> she, shock, shock value, and she liar. doesn't believe any of it. Yeah. <laughs> she's such a liar. It's so funny how much that girl lies. It's 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 it uh, it shouldn't be allowed. But yeah, uh, uh, do you know of her, uh, Toy? I don't. No, I don't know who you. Okay, she's she's really really pretty, 
uh, she looks like a supermodel, more or less. And uh, uh, she she's a news reporter on this uh, really Republican. Uh, she was. She's fired now. But yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and and the reason why she got fired is because she said that she would never be against abortion. <laughs> wow. What a reason yep. to get fired. Right, but she said this on The View, I think, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you watch her show, she said plenty of times that she's against abortion, but because she was on The View, which is a left-wing thing, she changed her stance just to, like, be agreeable, because she doesn't actually have any real she philosophy no on opinion. what she believes. She just <laughs> she wants to, yeah. No, no opinion whatsoever. And, and it's kind of it's uh, I, because that this is why I'm talking about it because I I like it when people have opinions that are other than mine. I I, I like when people have uh, uh, hate La La Land, for example. I I, I love it. Uh, and a friend of mine, uh, Raja, that is a stand-up comedian in in LA. Uh, she she hated uh, La La Land like with passion. Shades <laughs> La La Land, and 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 I was talking to her. One of the things that I like about uh, and 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 think is interesting about this uh, attack is how much you come together during this. Like uh, every everyone I talked from from the UK seemed to get together against. Uh, against this it was kind of it was kind of it was more moralizing moralizing yeah whatever you understand what i mean mobilizing i think you're trying to say maybe no it was it was nice it was nice to see that people were standing up against against this coming together uh you told me that the blood banks. I think it was you that told me that the blood banks hasn't had a push after this. Who? You. No, it wasn't me. But I could okay. believe it. Someone <laughs> told me. Right. I know they did after the uh, one in Orlando. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of just yeah. a natural thing that uh, happens uh, yeah. because they're pushing to get more blood and everything. But and I, I, people I, want and to was, help. Yeah, and I was thinking like. Fighting against people like this time ago, and and people on 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 that side of of things gets forgotten uh, forgotten when we kind of have this happen, and I, I think that's kind of nice. Uh, I'm not saying that an attack is nice. Uh, no, but the so. tragedy of it brings people together and people <laughs> unite and sort of go, well, we're not having right. this. It doesn't Thank matter you. what our opinions are. We're agreed that we're not having this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's still disagreements about it, but people still uh, come together to yeah to help. To, I, mean, I still had to for tell a while to at least. The thing is, uh, after that while is over, then that disagreement is still there, and you oh, have yeah, then the, we go back one to, side yeah. saying terrorist, terrorist, terrorist. <laughs> the other side saying it's just a crazy guys. What are you talking about? Like there's still that happening. So yeah, yeah. in the in the short term, it uh, it's a mobilizing force for good i guess in a way but you could say that about any kind of um tragedy or crazy person like even a tornado so yeah yeah the thing i worry about is that things like this also 
put fuel on the fire of the idiots. See me trying not to swear. Because um, when I, I got a taxi, I think it was the day after, and the taxi driver, it was all over the news, and there was one bad thing after another, after another, after another. And I just said to him, like, oh, blimey, it's not exactly, uh, well, it's all cheery today, isn't it? And mm. he was saying, well, it's them letting letting them come over here and they don't want to yeah. integrate and this is what happens. And I was like, no, there's, there's idiots on both sides. You get extremists on both sides. Right. And the thing we have to worry about is people taking a more extremist view against people that have done nothing wrong. I was like, we've got them on our side. I was like, you take anybody that's willing to do something like that and put them on an island altogether. They can be horrible and do horrible things to each other on that island, that's fine. Let it is funny how the right society. kind of tries to rationalize that somehow this is a brand new thing in our culture that crazy people kill, <laughs> yes. kill yes. other people. Yes. Like, it's yes. been around as long as humans have been around, so it's not, yeah, yeah. nothing new, but... Uh, it's, 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 it's interesting to see But how, it's still a tragedy, how... nonetheless. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Well, let's more. go to the uh, the story we skipped over a bit real quick. The WhatsApp story uh, that oh, we kind of got off track on that one. But yeah, the politicians are pushing for this WhatsApp and uh, to break this encryption, basically uh, taking away access uh, of the of it being. You know, it would be it basically it's not useful if they're if you break the encryption. It, it's no. So that would basically not only uh, for the user of WhatsApp get rid of it, but what would be the point of the company? Uh, right. What would be the selling point? And it would yeah. kind of ruin the company no in, in the UK if you think about it. Oh, yeah. No point at all. So it, they're, in a way, they're actually the, the company itself would be hurt by this, uh, probably financially. And this more. week, I guess real quick, uh, in the in US, uh, um, I put this on our Facebook, but uh, the... Uh, I who was it? Uh, the House, I think, the Senate. One of them um, voted to get rid of uh, this FCC rule that said that you couldn't sell uh, IPs uh, list of websites they visited mm -hmm. to companies. So they got rid of that rule completely uh, this week. Mm -hmm. So what? basic internet privacy is no longer a thing in the United States. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so we're, we're all going into the same boat together then. <laughs> yeah, Orwell's it's 1984 not just the UK. Is, is what the boat's called. Oh. It's right on the side of the boat. It says 1984 on it. <laughs> In other fun news. <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to pick a, a bad one, but there's just bad news this week. There's one good one. Uh, well, the next one is a good connection. Uh, if you go okay. to the... It was before the, the attacks happened. Um, a, 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 I guess, secret source, um, un, undivulged source, came out and uh, so secret. gave some information about the Metropolis Police in, in London. And in during the women's protests and some of the protests before that, uh, against uh, Trump and things like that. Uh, these police were using hackers to access uh, protesters and the leaders of these protests to get into their emails and figure out what they were doing. 
which basically breaks lots of privacy rules if you don't have some type of um, uh, what do you call it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, but I, I have no clue what you're talking about. Probable cause. That's what I was thinking. Probable cause. Okay. If you um, just had probable cause in England, could you just go into somebody's email or would you need uh, a warrant or something like that? I guess that's my question. I because, think you'd probably need a warrant, but it'd right. be a case and I, of I think the, just going to a judge and just saying, you know, can we go and do this? Why? Why? What are you? What have you got? But that would then, be on the record, so everybody would know about it. Um, where in this case, I guess they didn't. And so No, the, it says here, um, the letter that the police watchdog got, I think this is what it says, um, for a number of years, the unit had been illegally accessing the email accounts of activists. This has largely been accomplished because of the contact <clears throat> that one of the officers had developed with counterparts in India, who in turn were asking hackers to obtain email passwords. So it's the same as... Okay saying that Russia did the hacking for um, on behalf of Trump and that we, our intelligence, did the hacking on behalf of Hillary, was it, or Obama? Obama. Oh, Obama, yeah, right. Except that, the, India? that India was doing it on behalf of the, metro, uh, yeah, the Met Police. Yeah, India <laughs> were doing it for the Met Police to right. look in, well, to start, to hack the... To get it's the passwords of these, and, yeah. Yeah, their email addresses, passwords and everything of um, journalists and um, people that go out on all the campaigns yeah, and the protests. protesters, and lead, lead protesters. And, and it even said in the article that uh, one of the journalists was even uh, part of The Guardian, was a journalist for The Guardian. So a, a big newspaper, not, you know, it's not like low-level people who you... Uh, would think would be like the protest type um, independent media. It's talking about major media people that they were wa- uh, the hacking into their emails and watching what they were doing. So kind of yeah. weird. And this is See a if anything comes from well. it. I, I doubt anything will be done about this. That everybody will be probably. Uh, oh, I doubt that as yeah. well. I doubt that's uh, really, really, really much. But I, I, I think, I think. One of the reasons why, why I think like news like this is so important is to inform people because mostly of people don't really, really, really know about well, they this. they don't really care. Like I assume, I live my life online assuming that I'm being watched. Like, right. I don't do anything arrestable, if you know what I mean. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> well, I'm thinking if they proper threw the book at me, they could probably find something. But do you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. covertly starting up terrorist attacks or, you know, trying anything. I'm not doing anything to anybody online, essentially. So right. I, right. I'm not all that fussed about it. I know we have a right to our privacy and everything, but I very much sort of, well, I'm an open book. Here you go. If yeah. you, well, you if, want if, proof if that I'm doing if you were trying to be involved in the women's march or something like that, and they were targeting you, I think that's a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, you're it depends feel... how they then use that information as well. I think that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. I think the whole idea of using it, at least in my mind, would be to know where they're going to be, know what they're going to do uh, before they know that you know. 
So yeah. you can. So if set, you're doing a if the, protest, that's fine. I'd be more than happy that the police know and can be on top of everything. Because if something goes wrong, I'm not going to be one of the people throwing bricks at anything. Do you get what I mean? If you've got nothing. Yes, to... that in in theory that makes sense, but in practice, then what they do is they they figure out what your plan is. They set up a perimeter. <laughs> they box you in, and then they just arrest everybody, and the protest is over. But that See what I'm saying? Happen. So if, if these it were, happens here if in America, they use this on the it does. But if they did this on the women's marches, and weren't we saying that the women's marches that were actually done by the groups and things that would be hacked by this people, um, they were the most or the least violent and didn't kick off. Whereas the other ones that weren't properly planned or anything, so they wouldn't have had time to hack them, wouldn't have. Uh, well, they were all the ones uh, where everything they got burnt. The idea is they would already have hacked these before the protests would have happened. Yeah, that's They've a, been watching that's these people the waiting for them to do something. It's called yeah. a trap. At least yeah, but they're the people that are the activists that they'd be watching that were the activists that did the peaceful ones. Nobody they're watching everyone. And not only that, they're watching journalists yeah, <laughs> journalists who are just trying to report on it, they're watching. So there's a it's a privacy issue, Tilly. Like, yeah. Uh, if you're writing an email uh, to your doctor in that same email thing talking about how you can't poop right, do you want them to know about that also? Probably not. I don't, so well, I don't think they do it, use it It's not just me. has to do with the protest. It has to do with privacy altogether. I totally agree. I totally agree with the uh, care. I must it's say. Just it's... Not, it's not acceptable to think that there's some guy in a police station somewhere reading my emails that I send to my doctor or send to my uh, psychiatrist or things like that. That's not acceptable in my mind. So. No, but why would they? They are. Like, it's, it's, they it's, are. For what gain, though? What are they? What are they looking for? And if they don't find it, they're not going to come around and be like, "Hey, they are afraid of uh, governments are afraid of their people, and they're afraid that they're going to lose power because the people rise up up against them, like mm -hmm. what happened in Russia this week. Let's talk about that. Oh yeah. Rubber ducks. Quack, quack. Went <laughs> <laughs> shooky ducky in uh, <laughs> Russia. Um, was Bucker T there? He Booker must T have been. Was... He had his face yeah. painted green and he was wearing sneakers on his hands. <laughs> oh, right. That's true. Uh, that's <laughs> Did you not see it? <clears throat> no, it's, uh, it's uh, Russians that... Uh, Really don't like the government, uh, and as uh, Russians uh, should, they took to the streets, wanted to um, wanted to um, protest them. So it's it's good. It's, it's good massive. News. It's a massive protest. Uh, it said more than a thousand, but I this is an old story um, because they're still protesting uh, this week. So yeah. this yeah. has been going on since. Uh, what Sunday? I guess it would have been their Saturday. My Sunday. And it spanned like eighty-two that. Russian cities. Right. So that's that's a lot of protesters. <laughs> Unless there's only like you know a few in each city. And this like guy, there's been like uh over a thousand people already arrested uh over the last couple days. And this one guy who's the actual kind of leader of the protest, Alexei Navalny. 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 Uh, he he was arrested like almost instantly, and he's come out with the thing saying 
there's millions of us. You're never going to stop us, is what he said to people. Um, this was all over a guy, uh, a politician who was, I get, it seems like, uh, I can't say his name, Medvedev. He's the Medvedev. Prime Minister, Dmitry Medvedev. Medvedev? Sure. Medvedev. Yeah. Yeah, I have a question. He, just quickly. He was supposedly. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, they've got a prime minister and a president. Of course, like everything. Is that does, I was does going America to curse have a now. president <laughs> like and a prime every, minister? Uh, <clears throat> country. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure how there. Maybe each territory has its own prime minister. I don't really know how it works in Russia, to be honest. With you. But this prime minister, people are not happy with. He was supposedly uh, skimming Isn't off the top. Putin he was. Back yeah. That's the problem. Well, I guess there's proof that he was uh, embezzling money from the government yeah. as well, and that's there are, he supposedly controls these vast estates, uh, giant like vineyards, and has all these yachts and stuff. And the rubber ducks are all about. In one of his <laughs> estates, there's this massive pond, and in the middle of the pond, there's a floating house. Like a, an actual, like a houseboat, but it's shaped like a, a giant rubber duck. And it's for, uh, for the ducks. It's a duck crack. house. Crack. <laughs> He's also an online shopper, apparently. Um, like in three everybody. months, he ordered 73 t-shirts and 20 pairs of sneakers, which I, I'm sure I've done that at one point in my life. <laughs> t-shirts, maybe, but that's a lot of sneakers. Like, you don't need that many. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's a centipede. You don't need that many t-shirts, either. <laughs> Are you sure? If he's a politician, isn't he wearing suits all the time? Like, what is he doing with these t-shirts? That's a good point. Maybe he's got a t-shirt cannon. Oh, yeah. He's, that he was just waiting for these protests to happen so he could shoot t-shirts to everybody. Yeah, that was we've seen thing. Putin with guns, so maybe he's just, you know, well, I'll go one up oh, instead of shooting people, I'll give them t-shirts. My favourite bit about this um, protest was that some of the protesters had their faces painted green. Um, to show solidarity, because apparently this Naval, Navalny, how we don't know how the to leader, say it. the leader, the protest leader, right? Yeah, the protest leader um, got green antiseptic thrown at him last week, and the substance takes quite a few days to wash off. So he'd been sporting a green face for the past few right. days. So to show their solidarity, they painted their faces green. And we're like, well, we'll be green with him. <laughs> Screw you and you rubber ducks. And of course, most of the media is not covering this. Uh, if you look, uh, there's a little bit about it in American media, not a whole lot, but Russian media, non-existent, or at least Russian state media. There are some Russian peop- uh, news places covering it, uh, and they're being attacked by the government. The, the government is definitely trying to get rid of these protests as quick as possible. They're arresting massive numbers of people. So, uh, yeah. Uh, shit's hitting the fan in Russia right now. So, what a shock! Something is wrong in the land of Russia. Yeah, but the Russians are standing up at least. I like right. this. It's not the you know, oh, we we support our leader and we think he's amazing and this is all this all works well for everybody. This is thousands of people, maybe millions, as that guy said, standing up. Go Russia! Go the Russian people! Talking about Russia, FBI investigate if Russia 
bombarded the internet with bots. I was going to say boots. And I was like, <laughs> what is boots? <laughs> See, that guy who was buying shoes. Is yeah. Yeah. Boots. Yeah. Uh, during the election, of course they did, because everything is Russia's fault. Don't you know that? Come on, people. Blame Russia. I guess this is, the, this is what they're saying when we were all it's talking, when they've been talking about they hacked the U.S. election, this is what they're referring to now, is that they got a bunch of Twitter bots, and these bots put uh, put out fake fake news stories, so uh, oh, RT so News, uh, which is Russia Today, or they even said InfoWars was one of the places that the... Russians were using these bots to put out fake news, and that's what caused people to, to sway away from Hillary Clinton because these bots on Twitter and Facebook uh, were telling them to and that the Russians were running these bots. That's the big thing that they're talking about this week. That's not hacking, number one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not. Um, that is just what happened. If you've been on Twitter, there are bots. They're everywhere. They do all different yep. types of things. And if you... If you're falling for that, well, you're an idiot, and you're probably going to vote for Trump anyways because you're an <laughs> idiot. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you look uh, back at it um, and you remember Bernie Bros, remember that, what that was? Uh, that has actually been linked back to Hillary Clinton's camp. They paid a million dollars. We covered this on the, on the news way back during the primaries that Hillary Clinton's, uh, they had promised to invest a million dollars in people to go through social media, serv- uh, social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, things like that. To uh, they called it the Barrier Break Breakers Digital Task Force, and so the Clinton campaign did this exact it. thing. They went with bots and humans, and they went around and uh, tried to correct the record of anybody who was talking bad about Hillary Clinton online. Uh, oh, so- yeah. I remember you saying about all that now. Right, oh, and that happened Lord. during the primaries, and now the, they're saying that the Russians did the same thing, but the, since the Russians did it, because it's an outside force, it's not uh, from not within the U- United States that it's interfering in our elections, which, okay, maybe, but it's a whole new world of uh, internet. Like, when the people are talking about this bot stuff, especially Rachel Maddow, who I can't stand, she is the worst, uh, one of the worst news people of all time. Um, when they're talking about it, it's like they don't understand how the internet works. You know, they, they talk about it like uh, an old soccer mom who's talking about video games that's never really played any of the video games she's upset about. You know what I mean? They just yeah. don't. They they're like, oh. These bots showed all these articles to these people, so they they decided to vote the other way because they were confused. These bots confused people. Were these I was people say... just getting on Twitter like that week? <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> Shouldn't the news be that people are being mind controlled by these bots? Not that the bots the are idea. out there. Just that, ah, they've, they've the, got the power to. The F- that FBI is investigating this as um, that is the way that they interfered in the election. So, I'm sure we'll hear more about it in the future. Oh, yes. Of course they did. <laughs> what a shock. No, it's, it's, it's kind of... This is uh, lowering the bar quite a bit from hacking to Twitter bot. 
Like that's way <laughs> lowering the bar of what what was initially like uh, being said about this. So yeah, it, it, it is. It is. I mean, it's stupid, and uh, and it's kind of it's kind of yeah. I find it stupid. That's for sure. Uh, I guess let's uh, move on. Something that happened just before we got on the show, Brexit okay. got triggered. Article yeah. 50 happened today. So, oh, yeah. yeah, obviously it wasn't going to have that in the news because uh, it just happened right as we were getting on the show. But that happened. Really? Yeah. yeah. Last night, though, it was on the news that um, Theresa May had sent the letter. And oh, this morning, it was in the good. news that, well, this afternoon, it was in the news that it arrived in Brussels. And there's a picture of two guys holding it. So Article 50 has been started. It's full it's steam begun. ahead now. Yeah, yeah. There's no turning back at this point. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And Theresa May said that we're leaving the EU, not okay. European, not Europe. We're leaving right. the Union, but well, not Europe. Well, it's kind of hard. <laughs> we're not going to float away into the ocean and be an <laughs> yeah. island. Yeah. How well, do you leave are. Europe? <laughs> we are an island. We're not in the continent, but we are. Right. Um, I'm just saying you're not going to float still... off into the ocean and be like no. all by yourself. <laughs> It'd be nice if we could float off somewhere slightly less rainy. Just, <laughs> you, you know, if put we a just big motor behind across England. the south. Yeah. Put <laughs> uh, a motor like, in the Orkney <laughs> Islands and send us like off a... down to like Portugal kind of. Equator. Just a big <laughs> boat motor. You like dip it down uh, in the water with a big handle and turn it. Yeah, uh, just really. like that, we could do it. We didn't really have any <laughs> Trump news, but because most of it was just not fun to talk about, it's kind of boring. But if you want to do Trump thing, I'll go through it real quick. What happened this week, Fro? Okay. If you want to do the music. Oh, uh, <clears throat> do, 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 do. <clears throat> Trump news. So Obamacare did not get pulled. Trump. Co- care did not pass nothing happened with that uh, they're kind of stuck at a standstill and the republicans can't even decide what the hell they're doing so that was trump this week close it up bro <laughs> trump's news <laughs> more on that next week i'm sure uh are you sure well it might just be the same thing but they'll have said it again yeah the thing is is that we 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 really don't know what's going on. That that is why uh, it is so hard to to talk about, really. I think I know what's going on. The thing is, uh, just there's two sides to the Republican to the Republicans, and there's the Trump side, and then there's the uh, standard Republican corporate Republicans who are trying to do one thing led by Paul Ryan, and then there's Trump, and he's trying to do his own thing, which he he ran as a Republican, but the reason people voted for him because they saw him as an outsider, not as a Republican. They saw him as somebody, at least when he was campaigning, talked about things like uh, getting everybody uh, health care and making sure that there was... Uh, uh, he talked about things that weren't necessarily a Republican platform issues. And that's why a lot of people, of course, he didn't do any of those things. He's right. a liar. He's a huge I was just liar. About to say, he so, said everything what? that he needed to say to get to be a president, which is what. But mm. he's still not on the same side as the corporate Republicans. So you have this issue where they have the majority in the House and Senate, but they still can't agree on anything because they're split down the middle. So that's what's happening. Okay. 
But we are using 40 minutes on news. Let's move on. Uh, AT&T, Verizon uh, pulls ads from Google over a heat video. I watched this video. It's not a heat video. No. Have you watched this? It's not one video. video. It's a lot of video. A lot of videos. Uh, I I watched one. Okay. I watched one video. Oh, I I didn't see this video. What was it? It was just a stupid commercial. I don't think that's what they were talking about then. Because uh, this is talking about YouTube videos uh, that have um, anti-Semitic or uh, racist views or um, anything that's like a ter- terrorist video or anything like that. I guess okay. Google had been, you know, it uses AdSense or things like that that just automatically put ads on videos. It doesn't, those programs don't look at the content of the video. And AT&T and Verizon and all and these other, um, it started in the UK, actually. They all of a sudden this week noticed, wait a second, our ads are being f- put in front of like InfoWars videos. And they didn't realize that it was happening up until now. And so they're like, we don't want our products associated with terrorists and InfoWars and anti-Semitic people. And it, yeah. our ads are being played right before these videos happen. And they're getting ad revenue from us for these videos, you know what I mean? So uh, they were not super happy about that. Again, this is like, do people not realize, people still in 2017 don't understand how the internet works, I guess. Yeah, and you know, when you're promoting something, surely it's people's jobs as the promotions or advertising people to think about these things. You know, you'd you'd know that it'd turn up on everything. Or you'd, you know, talk to... Google or whatever to try and make sure it didn't happen. I'm sure they've got all these videos of hate speech. Uh, (laughs) Well, hate speech is really cool. Because hate speech is still free speech. Yeah, it's still free. As long as it's not, they're not uh, saying anything about killing anybody or any kind, anything like that. Then yeah, uh, then it's just considered hate speech. But again, they were talking about Infowars and Breitbart and things like that as well. So they're things that would be considered maybe uh, just taboo. You know what I mean? They don't even want their stuff before that because it just makes their company look bad. So Yeah. Out of news, Norway plans to build a really, 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 really big giant uh, ship tunnel. What do you think about this? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because oh, I, I think, think it's it looks, a bad thing. but it looks so futuristic and cool. I want to go in a boat down the uh, tunnel, even though I'm scared witless of tunnels. <laughs> I want right. that too, but listen to me. It, it's kind of yeah. No, I don't like it. But surely they're going to use the um, same um, machines and things that they use in the all of the underground, deep underground military base things. That's true. They have to. Yeah, that nuclear-powered well, rock-eating machine. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do it because it's in the water. So this that's the whole thing of this is the f- world's first ship tunnel. So it's kind of a first for engineering. And it's going to be giant, big enough to fit um, cruise liners through. So it's going to be massive. Yeah. So kind of interesting. Of course, it's Surely it would be massive. similar to the Channel Tunnel because that was like... Everything in Norway underground is Underground underwater. You would assume it would have to fit two ships, one going each way, right? So it's got to be. Uh, no, I guess they might plan it and just send one ship and then wait and then send the oh. other. Sh- I don't know. They might just yeah. do two. 
two tunnels, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't show that. It doesn't show that in the picture, but that's just a rendering, so. I agree. No, it's it's kind of, it's strange. Okay, we are watching two videos. Ooh. Yeah, let me uh, set these up real quick and let me know when you guys are ready. Um, so, uh, this week on CNN and MSNBC, they somehow managed to, like, um, get a time machine. And <laughs> they, they were able to be- they bend time and space so that this woman... Uh, Jackie Spears, a Democrat from California, was able to be interviewed on both channels live at the same time. I don't know how that happens. Wow. That happened. So, I'm uh, excited. Let's, let's see this time traveler. <laughs> yeah, let's watch this uh, video and then we'll watch the other one. Go ahead, Fro. In three, two, one, play. Well, yes, Congresswoman Jackie Spears, a member of the Intelligence Committee. She's from California. Congresswoman, thank you. I'm just so they're talking study, about the investigations because into the, the White House Intelligence Committee in doing Trump's investigations uh, into the Russian stuff. Of a couple of weeks ago that caused all this that Saturday morning right. has been countered by anything that came out today. Out front now, Democratic Congresswoman Jackie Spears. She sits. And this is two minutes later on CNN. What? Oh, thank you. So, Congressman. And notice in the corner on both of them, it says live right here. See that? Where was she before? She's in Capitol Hill now. He says. That he now is She's in the same place. She's just in a different background. As a member of the committee, can you ask the chair to see what he has? Can you just call him up and say... Can so I this is at the exact same time Jordan? of what we saw well, we from CNN. Well, tomorrow, and you can bet your um, bottom dollar that we will be asking for that. You know, the ir- irony is, of course, during the hearing, all the... Yeah, obviously, a very different background, but yeah, it's the same building. Out of the intelligence community. Oh, yeah. Wow. It, it, this would appear to be a leak out of the intelligence community. So that one, obviously, y- y- that could have been doctored, right? So... Yeah, so let's watch the second video. Give us a countdown on that one, Fro. Okay, switching. Uh, Yeah, this lady, Jackie Spears, uh, she came out this week on in a committee and actually said, let me get the quote real quick so I don't get it wrong. She said, I actually think that their engagement was an act of war, talking about the Russian hacking, an act of hybrid, hybrid warfare, hybrid warfare. And I think that's why American people should be concerned about it. This this lady is actually talking about going to war with Russia, or that were uh, it, Russia that was an act of war. So uh, this next one kind of proves that that last video was not um, edited just to make it look like that way. So go ahead, bro. In three, two, one, go. And by the way, as a member of the this is obviously a guy watching it live on TV. And he switches ah! over. <laughs> and he switches back. Wow. There's wow. no way to fake that. Like you she's couldn't. She's magic. She's a time traveler. Yeah. It's magic. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I guess uh, wow. obviously you get out of this is one of them has to be taped, right? It's, yeah. They both can't be live, even though they're both saying that they're live. So I mean, yeah, one... she was just turning round slightly for each one, but they kept the camera on her on one of them for the entire time. So, right, I yeah, mean, no, there's no psychic. way. She couldn't have been answering two. She would have to be answering two sets of questions and all. Yeah, no, that's not possible. Um, but if you do some research, I guess, guess who was not not live and was lying and say they were live. 
Guess which one? Uh, CNN. Yeah, according to uh, her own Twitter, Jackie Spears' Twitter. If you read it, it says uh, it shows her doing the interview with one of them, and then it shows it doing doing an interview with another one. At uh, the first one is with CNN at three twenty-five, and then the second one is with uh, MSNBC, and that's at uh, the seven oh eight. So MSNBC was actually doing it live, and CNN taped it and just said it was live, even though it wasn't. And didn't check what was on at the same time. Right, and right. she put it on her Twitter, so it was very obvious she did the CNN one hours before, uh, not hours, but like 45 minutes beforehand, so. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, CNN, for being great news. Yeah. Hey, talking about CNN, uh, do you know who lo- loves CNN? No, who loves CNN? Me? No, Trump. Uh, uh, no, uh, Trump. This is Trump with Trump Tells the Truth. Sometimes you have to take the same subject and speak of it again and again and again. And you remember a few shows ago I talked about media and how they were presenting different kind of news. Well, I watched uh, CNN today and I saw an interview with Richard West. Well, it's the famous thing now that Donald Trump is cutting all the regulation to the coal industry and let them pollute and do what the fuck they want. Well, when it comes to oil, gas, and coal, people are so fucking corrupt. But the worst thing was the request interview. Normally, an interview would contain that the case is presented and the journalist has some critical questions. Not on request, it was... Richard Quest is a very loud person who everybody knows who he is. And he's, he acted in a manner that he's a, like an original, as we call it here, I come from. Did not ask one question to the man from Big Cold. Yes, because, because his argument was like, yeah, the reason why they cannot find alternative energy and so on and so on is because there's so much regulation on coal. No, sir. The reason why you coal company cannot find new technology is because they don't want to find new technology. They want to use people down the coal mines, dirty business, let them get sick and pollute the air. They don't want to do anything under the, the business. There are people who do it differently. In Denmark, they are high on win-win. In California, they start now big on sun, but not in the United States. And the worst thing about this show, the worst thing about Record Quest is that this is CNN again. Again! CNN are giving the microphone to the big business, to the Wall Street elite, and the people who are fucking up the country. Oh no, if they got any regulations, any rules at all, they can't do anything. If they don't get the biggest tax cuts in the world, they cannot do anything. And they did that. They always say something like, but if they can go on CNN and talk like that, and Richard Quest don't ask one critical question. Well, why do we have Trump? Yes, we have Trump because of CNN. I said a few years ago, they la- took all his speeches and going on ahead. No critical question whatsoever. Bernie Sanders, no, not that funny. The problem is that CNN is not what it was. 
CNN is dirty corporate bullshit with people like Richard Quest and so on and so on who's not doing anything good for society. If you want to support free media in the years to come, donate money to the Young Turks. Yes, the Young Turks. Give them some. Because they are doing what journalism should do. Ask critical questions. This is what Trump, what Trump tells the truth. That was uh, Trump telling the truth about CNN. Trump's thought, and uh, oh, I, I actually agree with this. I think yeah, he's I, right. I went on and um, watched a bit of Young Turks pre-recorded live show that was out, like going on oh, on YouTube. Young Turks, so funny. They're they're really good. I loved yeah. Young Turks. I I like them as well. I don't always agree with everything they say. Uh, uh, they can be a little too far one way sometimes, but um, they're they're fairly unbiased uh, until they get to kind of their part where they interject their own thoughts. So they'll they will um, try to give you as much of the story straight out, and then they'll give their own thoughts on it. And, th- and that's how it should be. Where CNN is more, we'll give you our thoughts and never give you any of the facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer it the, the Young Turks way round. Yeah, and I kind of I don't mind hearing the opinions that I don't necessarily agree with. If they're still presenting facts and it's just their opinion, they're not trying to say, you know, this is definitely an actual thing that everybody should agree with. They do try right. to, um, even if they go a bit overboard, you know, when you get all all het up with something, you start going on a rant, and then they'll sort of catch themselves and be like, oh, but you know, I'm not, I'm not saying everybody is this. I'm just saying. And you don't you don't get that on many news outlets. <laughs> no, I I totally agree. Uh, it's it's uh, CNN are one of the worst uh, um, companies in the world. Like no joke. Uh, I think they are are terrible. But uh, I mean. There are, are news uh, sources that are, are worse than uh, CNN, I guess. Uh, sure, we're, it's not like Fox. third world dictatorship news. We can say that much. They're not as bad as that. So, Like Fox, I, I, I really don't respect Fox at all. I, I have somewhat respect for CNN. Hey, Eurovision! Eurovision! Wait, no, it's not Eurovision. Uh, it's uh, first uh, we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook group where you can be a member, even if you're my mom. And uh, <laughs> and please uh, write us. Have you gotten any emails for some strange reason? Uh, no, no emails this week. Oh. What? That's Maybe so people wrong. will email us about. CNN and other news outlets. Maybe they know a decent one that we should be watching. If you do, email yeah. us another digital citizen at gmail.com. Yep. Okay, Eurovision. Uh, this week uh, I gave you the Swedes and Denmark. Uh, let's do the Swedes for uh, the Simon Cowell of the panel. Uh, that's you, Luke, by the way. Uh, you mm-hmm. gave yourself that name. Um, what did you think about Sweden? Um, the 80s want their song and their dancing back. 
<laughs> and their tie. They also want their tie back. That guy with his skinny tie. I don't know. I didn't think that this was great. I thought um I thought it was very um I just thought it was way too eighties trying to be really eighties and Yeah. I don't know. The song was kind of catchy, but the dancing I really didn't like. And yeah, there were certain parts of it. The treadmills. Oh, the treadmills. I hate the treadmills. That was kind of, yeah, it seemed a little annoying. Uh, A little? It was was a little bit, uh, as far as the production value, it was a little bit better than some of the other things we've seen. But I'm still going to go with like a two and a half on this guy out of ten. Okay, I have to... <laughs> it took forever. What about oh. you, Silly? What did you think about this song? Um, well, I, I took a couple of notes, and I said that it in the lyrics he says that he can't go on, and then mm-hmm. he goes on and on and on and on about it the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, very eighties. Very. I I didn't like it. I couldn't be doing with it. I give it a two. Yeah, I I uh, I agree. It's it's a bad song. It's it's. I mean, it's it's not the worst song ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's a two. I mean. It's not it's not yeah. the blobby song. I thought it, it was. It's... I thought it was catchy, but it was catchy in a very uh, simple poppy kind of way. So. And yeah, if it really did come out in the eighties. It's really Eurovision. I mean, it's a uh, Eurovision song with Eurovision. And Eurovision. And I thought the Eurovision. next one was very Eurovision too, but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Okay, uh, we all give it a two. Uh, I, I totally agree. Uh, I, I just think it's sucks balls. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, what else? Uh, Denmark, uh, what did you think there, uh, Simon? I thought this was probably the it was contender to win uh in my opinion uh the whole yeah. thing it seemed like this uh maybe just cuz of what won last year maybe that's kind of informing my opinion cuz it this song and even the singer and everything with the, the wind machine very similar to who won last year so maybe I'm kind of yeah. thinking that but um I'm going to go with a four and a half, my highest score out of this one yet. But I thought her lyrics were good, and I liked the visuals, and the lighting was really well done. So That's interesting like that you say about the lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I, I started laughing within the first two sentences, maybe, of this song. Because all the way through, it sounds like, with the lyrics, not her singing, she can really sing. But the lyrics, it sounds like she's... She's on about, she's, things are repeating and then she's holding it all in and she's holding it all in a whole lot and she's holding onto the walls and all that lot. And then at the end. Oh, she, I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I and then right at saying. the end, she's, she's letting Not it all out. Actually, so he knows it where sounds she is. like the lyrics are talking about her. Yeah. Lo- losing yeah. her cookies. I thought you were saying her, the way her voice sounded like she was about to throw No, up. no. Like, that's what yeah, I was, okay. she's, she's a good singer. The vocals singing wise really good but if you actually listen to the lyrics or maybe read the lyrics it's very kind of and every time something else came up 
<laughs> I just kept chuckling and I just couldn't. I'm just, this is the woman that's, she was trying to be, trying not to be sick all through this date with this guy. She was like, things that it kept, that dinner kept repeating on her and she was trying really hard. She was holding it in. She was holding onto the walls because she couldn't, like, you know, just to keep herself strong so she didn't blow chunks. And then the end of the night, she ended up throwing up and he'd lost her and he heard of being sick and found her. <laughs> that's the story in my head. I did not get that at all. Oh, you've uh, got to live in my world. It's way more fun. <laughs> but yeah, I gave it a 4.5 because she, she really could sing. Yeah, um, see, I, I think this is the best song so far. But, how are no, we agreeing no. so much? How am I agreeing with you guys? Yeah, I just thought weird. it seemed like, uh, especially the one part where she really belts it out, and the crowd was super behind her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More behind her than any of the other ones we've seen so far. So. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, 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 I think this has a winning opportunity. No joke. Uh, yep. I, I, I think it has a, a good uh, rhythm. I, it's, it's, it's not as Eurovision as uh, many of the other songs that we will listen to going forward. And I, I find that's kind of liberating. It's it's kind of it, it, this could be a song in another competition. That's what what I like about. It. Do you understand what I mean? Like yeah. the voice or something like that. She, yeah, right, she right. One of them. It's yeah. it it is it is really uh, poppy. It's it's not really um, it's it's not hurting anybody. It's not like it's it's it's. It's not trying to be <laughs> anything. It's not. Uh, it at least not... felt like she had some soul in her, the way she sung it. She w- didn't feel like right. plastic, like she was just given this to sing. Like felt like she yeah. had, there was some feeling in it. At least I don't know if that's fake or what, whatever. But uh, right, all she needs is just a little bit bigger wind machine, and I think she'll win. So, <laughs> and I, 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 I really enjoy her voice. I, I, I don't. I, I I will actually say maybe even a little higher. Mark. Oh, really? I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking out of 10, yeah. Maybe 7 even from me. Wow. Yeah. I really like this. I really do. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh, last week, when we talked about Russia. Oh, my gosh. Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, so last week we said, oh, maybe Russia is not going to be allowed to get into the country that uh, is showing this, uh, Ukraine. And guess what? <laughs> they uh, totally went the way I said they were going next week. Just after we had the podcast, news came out uh, that uh, Russia was banned uh, or not Russia was banned. Yulia Samulova was banned uh, for uh, going into Eurovision uh, or into uh, Ukraine, I should say. So, EPU, uh, the European Broadcasting uh, Unit or something like that, uh, said, hey, we have a good idea for you. Why don't you... uh, uh, perform uh, the Eurovision song uh, via satellite. And Russia said, heck no! <laughs> yeah. If, if we can't be there, why should we 
like do it over satellite. So yeah. they re- rejected the offer to perform Eurovision via satellite. And as we know now, uh, Russia is not in the Eurovision. Okay. Oh. Hmm. So they're not they're not doing it at all. I thought they were still in talks. Not at the moment. Not uh. not at the moment. At the moment, at the moment, uh, the latest news uh, is that uh, they don't want to do it via satellite, and uh, they don't. Uh, they, uh, uh, um, uh, sorry, Ukraine is not m- like moving. Uh, there. Yeah, uh, she's not allowed to yeah. go there, and they're not going right. to be doing the satellite link. Right. Okay. Is the latest uh, news. So next week I will give you. Uh, yeah, we're doing uh, Nordic uh, countries first. So next week we will do Finland and Iceland, I guess. Yeah. So that's next week. Let's move on to the TV round. TV round. <laughs> uh, this week on TV, I. Oh, um, remember how. Uh, the first season Outsiders Fro I talked about the theme song and I looked it up and it was like a 30 yeah. second thing that they made and I was like I really want this to be yeah. like uh, uh, a whole thing yeah a whole song well I guess they last month came out with a soundtrack of the TV show and it mm-hmm. has a two and a half minute full version of that song so that's yep. cool I like that and it's pretty good um Let's okay. see what else did I see? Oh, I started watching Family Ties. That show is freaking weird. The first season that of this show, show is so weird. The first season is like incredibly depressing if you really yes. watch it. They're, like four episodes in, they there's an episode that's all about the girl getting molested by her uncle. That's four oh, episodes nice. into the show. They don't like. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, it's it's. They cover some serious issues, uh, but it's also it's pretty funny and it's um, it's very political because it's about the kids are kind of Republican and then the parents are very hippie uh, Democrat type. It's oh, like yeah. the 80s versus the 60s kind of thing happening in the show. Uh, I guess the great indoors had the, they returned from their midseason finale, uh, the show with Joel McHale. So I guess they're getting another season is what it looks like because they got a whole new set of episodes coming out for that show. So happy. I like Joel McHale. So happy for him. And Stephen Uh, Fry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Stephen Fry. And they I guess they did. They're going to have they had an episode on Monday. The show usually airs on Thursday, I think. So they're going to have another episode on Thursday. So two episodes of that show this week. Kind of interesting. Um, Oh, and Jordy Shore started yesterday. The new season. Hooray. Jordy Shore. Speaking of bad television, <laughs> it's like a they they, it's like a competition now. So it's totally changed. So they brought in all these new people, and they're trying to decide which is going to be like a. They're like competing to be a new Jordy Shore housemate or whatever. Kind of dumb, but wow. it's one of those shows that I just put on in the background when I'm like working on other things. So I think it's worse than Eurovision. What? That's the real question. I don't you think, think they're. I don't think you can compare the two because they're not in the same genre of anything. anything. Yeah. Other than they're both on TV. <laughs> right. 
I like it though. It's fun. I mean, it's just uh, if you want to watch people be terrible. I really should start <laughs> watching it. I do like watching people be terrible. I do like that this season, the one girl that always gets plastic surgery looks the same as she did last season. So I'm happy for her that she stopped Yay. doing that. Oh, yep. she looks so the same. Yeah, it's good. It's not even funny. Just st- I say stick with that look. I think she looks fine now. Just stick with it. You don't need to keep yeah. updating it. Yeah. Is it one of those? That's plenty now. You're done. Right. Bing, you're done. It was like the, <laughs> that. That was the thought like two years ago. But yeah. I've seen a lot of TV this week. This week, I've, I've, uh, I've also I, I've, uh, I've worked uh, less because of uh, things that are happening. But uh, uh, just a lot of things I've I've watched uh, it's uh, it's kind of uh, interesting because I never seen a single episode of Lethal Weapon the TV show uh, I waited for end uh, this uh, first uh, season I watched two episodes of it gave it a, a fair chance two episodes it's a fair chance did not like it uh, skipped it, <laughs> moved on <laughs> with my life. Uh, watched uh, MasterChef uh, Canada because MasterChef Canada is fun. Um, and I watched Night uh, Night Watch. Uh, it's also kind of a, a you follow policemen in uh, and ambulance in New Orleans. Uh, oh. kind of. Yeah. Oh, it I thought it was going to be thing? anime. Sounds like a title of an anime, doesn't it? Night Night Watch. Watch. Yeah. yeah, it does. It was a, a movie. Right. Uh, uh, a yeah, there was Night Watch and Day Watch, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. Yeah, and it was a comic mm-hmm. book series or something. Oh, yeah. I no, uh, look. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, you read them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's my job. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that uh, uh, I have watched of the TV shows. What about you, Tula? I've seen on the BBC this week. There's um, quite a lot of good comedy. There's nothing else on on any telly anywhere at the minute that I can find. Yeah, the, the, moment, you know, the normal cartoons. Like yeah, it seems, it seems like it's a kind of a, a, a slow week this week. This week yeah, I, 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 I didn't feel like I, I I watched anything new. I just it's the, yeah, it's now. the mid-season right now of TV, so there's a lot yeah. of things ending, but not a lot of things um, starting back up. We'll have to yeah. wait till the end of this half of the season to get some new stuff. So yeah, get out of the mid-season slump. Right. But yeah. Um. On the BBC at the minute, there's a program called Romesh comedians in pubs talking comedy, and this yeah, is Romesh Ranganathan, sure. who I love anyway from Asian oh, Provocateur, so his stand-up fun. and everything. Um, it's got Jack D, Sharon Horgan, Jade Adams, Russell Howard, Tim Ranklow, and Humza Arshad on it. I don't know if this is going to be like a series or if it's a one-off, but this was hilarious. He's just sitting in it a pub. It was so funny. Yeah, just sitting in a pub, him one-on-one with a different comedian, having a chat, talking about, you know, have they ever really died on stage or what was their first gig and you know right. just little yeah. nice little conversation but some of it's hilarious especially tim renklow he's brilliant yeah and he was new for me uh oh, I, really? I, yeah i'm not sure i am not sure i've seen him before and i really really like him 
he's in a BBC comedy short called it's something like The Life of Pete or something. Okay. And it's I think it's written by him and starring him too. Okay. Um, because he's disabled and obviously he can so play on that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And 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 I mean his stories are maybe the best. Yeah. He's <laughs> oh. just the whole thing's just brilliant and hilarious yeah. and cringeworthy. Uh, there was also Red Nose Day comic relief. So yes. The BBC's. Ah, uh, there's a whole bunch of content at the minute on the BBC iPlayer. <laughs> it's got all the different sections individually, or you can watch the whole main show or the best bits. Yeah. Or I've still not watched the bits that were done after it. The sort of late night, rude comic relief, where there's a Russell Brand stand-up special where he's yeah. hosting other stand-ups. And Greg Davies in a hot tub. I saw a bit of that on top of the O2 <laughs> so Arena funny. in London. In March, so it's not warm it was... in London at all right now. And having him so in a hot tub. Oh, just brilliant. So, yeah, lots of comedy. Obviously, with the comic relief stuff, you have to either endure all the sad bits because there yeah. are a lot of, you know, give us money because this is happening all over the world. Right, but yeah, yeah. I feel myself personally, especially because some of them, there was one um, with a little girl who was a carer for her mum that's got fibromyalgia, oh. which is exactly what I was when I was younger, but yeah. I didn't get the help or support or anything. And sort of watching that, I couldn't, and I just had to sort of fast forward through it until they tell me about the good bit, you know, we fund these programmes. And then right. I'll watch that bit and be like, right, well, that can have my money. I don't need to know what they're saving people from. I just need to know right. how they're saving people, if you get what I mean. So, yeah, you don't want to be the... depressed into giving money. You just rather give yeah. money. Like, I, know, I know the horrific things that go on in the world. It makes my heart ache just thinking about one thing that might go on in the world, let alone what's and, actually and going on. And one of the things that I did that you would love, actually, uh, Luke, is that they did a reunion there. That was kind of funny. I love the reunion show of the... What, the Love Actually? Love Actually. It was so funny. Oh, okay. And Smack the Pony. They did a Smack the Pony reunion that was less um, soppy romantic film thing. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) I really liked the the Love Actually one. That that was kind of funny. Comic relief was always worth a watch. There will always be... I think, didn't Ed Sheeran snog Greg Davis as well? Yes, because Miranda Hart wanted to snog him and Greg Davis yep. came in. Yeah, yep. there's always things like that and lots of funny moments. And because it's live TV, you know, there's loads of little things where you're like, oh, somebody would have got sacked if this wasn't for charity. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I like about it. I, yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. That was this week, yeah. Yeah, a bit of Lenny Henry. Oh, and French uh... and Saunders did their reunion on it as well. So yeah. we had I'm not... Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders. So here's the thing. Uh, I love documentaries. Uh, I have talked many, 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 many times on this show uh, about how I love documentaries. And I was reminded about that today, actually, because uh, today I watched uh, another documentary and and that's why I, I, I wanted to to kind of get into this. Uh, have either of you seen the documentary on Netflix called uh, Life After Porn? Life After what? Porn. Oh, no. No. Okay. 
Uh, I I don't especially like the the first documentary Life After Dark because it's kind of preachy. Uh, they they also uh, pick off uh, 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 some. Uh, anti-porn uh, people that that are really Christian. It's, it, it has a really Christian aspect of it. And and when Christianity gets into documentaries, I, I don't especially like it. That's kind of interesting being a Christian saying that. But but I, I say that because I, I, I think, I, for me personally, it's more interesting to, to see... Um, uh, people communicating about a topic like uh, porn uh, on uh, non-religious uh, forms. I think uh, one of my main complaints about the first uh, Life After Porn uh, is uh, is that it's it's kind of preachy. It's it's kind of uh, it's kind of uh, hey. Uh, after porn ends is its its uh, official name, by the way. Sorry. Oh. Uh, um, and uh, today I watched After Porn Ends too, because it just came out on a on a website, uh, and I really enjoyed it. And it, it and it reminded me of why why I like documentaries and why I wanted to do Beware of the Slenderman. Beware of the Slenderman is one of those documentaries where I was totally shocked the first time I saw it. It has a twist uh, uh, that we are going to talk about later. But can you uh, do uh, a little film stat breakdown uh, for us, Luke? Uh, well, yeah, let's start with a description where the Slenderman, uh, the mythos of a fa- faceless digital age boogeyman known as Slenderman, was created on the internet, but his influence was felt in the world when two 12-year-old girls lured, lured their friends into the woods and for a brutal murder. Uh, right now, it's got 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, this was directed by Irene Taylor Broski? Broski, yeah. I guess I'm... Broski, yeah. I would say That's that. an interesting name. Broski. Yeah. Broski. What's going on, Broski? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was made in 2016. So last year, pretty new documentary. Um, uh, I don't have any stats on the money, but uh, so did this come out in theaters? Oh, HBO mm-hmm. documentary. So this was on no, HBO. So no, yeah, we're not going to have. HBO. Right. We're not going to yeah. have any, uh, any of that. So yeah. Uh, all the rest of it is the cast is uh, the people who are talking about it. So yeah, that's kind of our breakdown there. Yeah, there's there, and and, and here's why I wanted to talk about like after Porn's and to and, and Slenderman, Beware uh, of the Slenderman together because it reminds me. It it reminds me, and I'm even more passionate by documentaries than I am by Eurovision, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, why why I love documentaries? I, I think this is one of the best documentaries I know of. And I'll, I, I will tell you why. One of the reasons is because it 
doesn't really try to get you to the end before the plot uh, plot uh, changes. Why the first time you you saw this? Uh, what did you think about this movie? Um, I thought it was really good. I, yeah. You know, obviously the story is very compelling, and yeah, as you say, yes. the way that they the, the way that they actually filmed it, it's not. With a lot of documentaries, you get told everything straight away, yeah, and then they just yeah. sort of back it up, and you're like, "Well, you've you've told me the whole story in the first five seconds. This doesn't do that. It goes into it in a way that you're sort of being taken through the whole story of it, rather it's, than it feels like it was, a Kinder Egg. It feels it, like a Kinder Egg almost. It feels like it's 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 it has an inner toy that you're trying to get to, but you're enjoying the chocolate. Like the yeah. chocolate is really good, and then you get the surprise, and then you get the point. It it is it is it is quite interesting in that way, and I think uh, maybe I think because it, I knew all about this case beforehand, I wasn't surprised. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I knew all about uh, this before I ever watched this. So I did not. I, know. Oh, okay, yeah, I I did not. Maybe know it's because this thing. was a an American thing that was it was kind of on the news, and you know, so really? it might have seen more about this but yeah i knew kind okay. of the whole thing and the reason it was set up it was set up uh chronologically so you started yeah. months beforehand and then you went to uh, two months afterwards i think it was and then six months yeah. afterwards and then i think the last one was uh like a year afterwards or whatever right. years afterwards where they're talking to the girl on the little set box to inter- when oh. she's yeah when she uh, and they've got her friend there yeah that was interesting how they set it up chronologically and then that's kind of what built you to that end point uh, w- without giving away the ending right away. So, yeah, right. I, liked I, it. I think I think I think uh, one of the things that I, I like Jamo 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 yes in this in this documentary that I that I haven't seen in a lot of other documentaries. Is, is kind of what Tilly said also, is that uh, it doesn't really try to get you, it's it's not giving you the spoiler before <laughs> before it gets there. I, I like how it, it uh, how it unfolds. Yeah, how it, that's it a kind good way. Of give you layer of layer and layer and layer. It's, it's okay, it's not a kinder egg, it's an onion. And <laughs> everybody loves onions. Right. <laughs> that does make more sense because given that the case right. isn't exactly a nice nice thing the only issue i have with this film is the fact that the story isn't over yet Mm. and therefore the documentary the end point is only where we are now sort of thing because they couldn't yeah but that's kind of true that wasn't the point of the documentary though the point that's the that is kind of how most documentaries are if it's going to be a something like this with a crime documentary unless the person's dead like the ending of this documentary is they went to jail. That's the, you know what I mean? That's the climactic, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not happened, though, yet. It says they've been arraigned so that they'll have to go um, to adult court, but they're still, one of them's in a mental hospital and one of them's in a juvenile right. jail. They're both right. still waiting for their actual hearing. Which is why that, I thought I, it was a bit like, oh, well, why don't you wait till that's happened? But then because, because you're sitting not, on it for... It is really not about that. It's not no. about the end. It's not. It's about 
how uh, freaking uh, psychiatry and and the world around uh, this girl totally totally missed the ball like what yeah. what uh, okay we now we're going into spoilers uh, if you haven't seen this sorry but yeah, major what, spoiler alert <laughs> Yes, major spoiler alert coming. One one of the things that I I really 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 enjoy about this movie is how uh, they surprise you with with the girl being uh, cuckoo crazy, uh, like schizophrenic. Uh, schizophrenic, yes. I, I I do enjoy that because I met many schizophrenic people through yeah. through through my. Through my psychiatric years. Oh, one of my uh, very good friends suffers with it. And it's a horrible disease. Uh, I, I, I had, I had a fling with someone that was uh, uh, was that had that uh, kind of. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I totally lost my 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 thought. Uh, that had uh, that that kind of uh, thing from the doctor. What is it called? Schizophrenia. That, yes, thank you. Diagnose. I was thinking of. Sorry. Oh right. Diagnose. And and it's a horrible disease because it's, it, it it hits you on the points of your life that you are not aware of. And I I think I think one of the the, the the things when we we know uh, and uh, and when they begin to tell the story about how her father was sch- schizophrenic, yeah, and how they had they'd never spoken to her about, and it. they never spoken about that. We know with uh, a lot of things in the world going around that a schizophrenic is. In uh, can be uh, uh, um, uh, given to your children. How nobody followed up this girl to see how if she was kind of developing developing this kind of disease is non-striking for me. It is so yeah. It's so it's so weird that nobody took the ball and 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 just hey, her dad had schizophrenia. Uh, I know in Norway, for example, in Norway, that would be checked out. In Norway, mm-hmm. we, we 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 would have uh, um, people that uh, that would try to to see if he, she had this disease. Yeah, well, when her mum says about her taking her to go and see Bambi, and when you know yes. she's worried that you know she'd get upset when Bambi's mum yes. died, but she was like, yes. "No, run, Bambi, run, save yourself, run!" Yeah. Like that instantly says to me, like Asperger's or something. Yeah, and you would if she said, you know, she could think of loads of occasions that that kind of thing happened. Like, why, why didn't you have a word with your doctor and you know? And that's see if maybe so there's about a million fun. different reasons that that could be, and it has to do with yeah, but with... if it was. If it was a general pattern thing, if she didn't be, if she wasn't able to show empathy to people, it can show that there is 
an underlying Par- issue. Parents and if don't your dad's see that got stuff. mental health issues. You're, you're bl- when you're a parent, you're blinded to any of that stuff because it's your kid and you, they can't do anything wrong. That's just I how suppose, yeah. you don't, you got to put yourself the in the mind of a parent and then you're not considering the American health care system, which is no, totally effed. And probably if they put her in to a psychiatrist, all they would do would load her up on pills. So you're as a parent, you're like, oh, do I want my kid loaded up on pills? Is this even real? Like, isn't it just oh, yeah. in my head? Just sorry, so th- state of affairs. And there isn't any oversight where somebody can just go, oh, well, like Fro said, your dad has schizophrenia. We need to double check. And with schizophrenia, it isn't always diagnosed uh, easily diagnosable like that. Like it is really hard. Depending yeah. on how how deep they are into it, it they could uh, it it could be passed over really easily or yeah, diagnosed and- as something completely different. And it's, it can, it can manifest in all these different ways. So, mm. uh, yeah, that's and why. And sufferers become experts at right. cloaking it as well. They become experts at playing the, playing the game, playing, saying the right thing, doing the right thing, but really having it's a called whole just trying to live world. life. You, you call yeah. it trying to like trick people, but really they're just trying to live their life like a normal person. Uh, and trying oh, yeah. to figure out a way to do that, yeah. And when all this is, I, when I you're in it's... an episode, it's I've I've seen it. It's it must be the most terrifying experience ever because you genuinely think that it is horrific so things are there and are. We happening. have again in this in this review skipped directly to the end and skipped most <laughs> of the content of this movie because what we're talking <laughs> about is seriously a 15 minute section of a two hour movie where all this yeah, other stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. Good yeah. point, well made. We it's always do this every time <laughs> with everything as we skip right to the end instead of covering all the stuff that led up to it. But yeah. We get so excited. Um, We're like, oh, there's a point to it. Let's talk about the point instead of right. everything else. Instead we of should the not up. make documentaries. <laughs> but, uh, one, one of the things they begin with is explaining Slenderman. Uh, Slenderman has never been a big thing in my, my, my life. I, I don't like to be scared. I don't play that kind of games. I love horror movies, but I I, I hate jump scares. Jump scares are, are are one of the least my least favorite things, and I uh, and I I hate when horror movies like that. So uh, I never played Slenderman. I I was not aware of it. Orange, orange. Yes, it's orange. <laughs> ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
randomly uh, in a jokey kind of way, but that's the way I saw it. Uh, was it originally. Richard Dawkins that was explaining it as a meme? That's yeah. what I, yeah, it was, that's what yeah. it was to me. Uh, what was that thing where, like, there was this online YouTube thing where people would, like, dance. Uh, it would, everybody would kind of still, and then the camera oh, would flicker and everybody um, would start dancing. Oh, God. I totally know what you mean. Harlem Shake? That yeah. was it. Harlem Shake, I remember yeah. seeing Slenderman, like, in those, in those yeah. videos where, like, it would flash, and then all of a sudden oh, yeah. it would be, like, everybody looked like Slenderman, they're dancing around. So that and that was like a, just a big joke, you know what I mean? That's to me, yeah. it was always just a meme that was a big joke. I never took it seriously like some of the people in this movie did, uh, which it seemed like specifically people who were very young, like elementary school kids, would buy into this stuff. Yeah, impressionable, sort of hormonal, either about to start puberty, just going into puberty. Normally, by the sounds of it, from the people that they had on this documentary that believed in him. They're normally sort of quite social outcasts in a sense of, you know, normally a 10, 11 year old girl will have a big group of friends and they might fall out. Right. But there's always a lot of them. And right. these were the girls where they hadn't, you know, hadn't had friends, hadn't had this anybody a, close. This again, kind of like some of this, this explanation of how online culture works, it Again, felt like that soccer mom trying to explain how bad video games are to like, a, <laughs> yes. you know, what I mean, they don't really understand yes. Yes. like what the fuck they're talking about, but they mm. are kind of rationalizing it in this scenario. And it, it was true here. But yeah, I, I can under I understand where they're going, what, uh, that they were a bit wrong in certain things about uh, that whole concept. But uh, but I, I think it's interesting how 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 this become became a f- phenomenon in in the first place i mean slenderman slenderman and the, and a, a way that we like to be scared has been changed a lot through the years and i th- i think that's that's somewhat interesting to see see that the uh, the things uh, you and me uh, grown up with and scared us does definitely not scare the same people today. No. Right. Oh, good grief. I can imagine trying to put on a Nightmare on Elm Street or something for my niece. And I think she'd laugh me out of the building. (laughs) I was terrified of Freddy Krueger. I mean, this is definitely... I I like the comparison they made in the the, uh, documentary to... um, the Pied Piper. I want to call him the yeah. I was going to call him the Rat King, but that's from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was te- the Teenage Mutant Ninja character. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles character, obviously based off of the Pied Piper. But I like that kind of comparison of like that. The there's always kind of in every culture there's the story of the boogeyman kind of, and uh, this is just yeah. one of the. This is in the internet culture that online boogeyman kind of. Um, Straight. I mean. The way I looked at it when I first originally saw it, it kind of reminded me of, like, Anonymous. You have this guy in a suit with a white mask. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of, it's it's another version of an online boogeyman. It's uh, Anonymous versus Jack Skellington. Right. It kind of they is. They had a baby. And, <laughs> and I guess the original... I like the interview with the guy, or the, the t- part where they talked about the guy who did an interview about how he was the one who first originally fo- it was part of a photoshop contest on oh, a website yeah. and that's the most yeah. realistic photoshop photo right and so he yeah. did these photoshop f- fake photoshop things of uh 
what became Slenderman over time. So that was so interesting as well, because I, I did not know the orange, as I call it, the origin. <laughs> origin. Right. It's it's hard for me to say. The beginnings. <laughs> uh, the beginnings the beginning. of Slenderman. Like, yeah. yeah. Where we came from. Photoshop. No right. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of us talking about that last week with the, uh, or uh, two weeks ago with the Giants and the guy who had said he had photoshopped that one giant picture. And it's like, if you dig deep enough, that's where a lot of this stuff starts is just somebody being silly and kind of coming up with something goofy. But um, for, then it kind of went out of control, this Linderman thing, as far as young people seeing it and actually kind of starting to believe that it was uh something that actually existed i guess yeah uh, other people doing fan fiction and people reading it as legends like it's somebody writes this as an urban legend kind of thing right and they everybody's taking their own spin on it and doing you know carry on stories from a first story that somebody's put out and because it gets shared so many times and gets convoluted and changed and all the rest and added to it's just built as this huge legend essentially right. to this right. if you're a but child that, looking at it and you're thinking that everything that or most things that you see online are real yeah. yeah this is oh my god i've come into this conspiracy this is the truth this is what i saw when i woke up in the middle of the night and there was a shadow in the corner of the room it was right you start man. rationalizing it in your own head kind of uh, yeah. remembering things that weren't real real at the time but you make it real in your head later yeah, and it's innate human fear we're all afraid of something that isn't there that we're not sure about that we don't know so it's just sort of putting a face or a non-face on that. But I have a question for you both. Have Have you been aware of Creepypasta before? Never. Did you know what it was? I knew it was a website. No. I, I'm not somebody who regularly... I, uh, there's something awful forums. I remember watching like video game stuff on there, and they were kind of interconnected in a way at one point. So I remember kind of knowing it through there. Um, right. When I was much younger, and that was actually something, oh, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, when it was actually kind of a important website on- online, and then it no longer it got kind of Reddit and other things like that came along. Yeah, so, because it's definitely not now. No, no, definitely not. But um, yeah, I, I, like I said, that was kind of the first place I remember seeing pictures of things like that, and then YouTube. YouTube definitely is something that, even in the documentary, they point out how it definitely proliferated the Slenderman idea because then you have right. people doing like the gimmick videos that they make them look real kind of yeah. Blair Witch style and then that's really what I mean if I don't know if you guys remember this but uh, Fro probably does the original uh, sci-fi network came out with a a thing for Blair Witch that was a commercial yes it was like a half an hour commercial on sci-fi and it was made to that. look like genuine and so yep. all these people thought that this was a real story and that's yeah. kind of what made Blair Witch so popular is that I believed it was really real. thought was it was that real eight. at the beginning yeah yeah I was really quite young when Blair Witch came out I think my cousin had it on DVD when we were about 12 or 13 and yeah I, I watched it I believed it I believed it was real because it said that it was it real and, yeah. you know, when something says it and you're that Why age, you, you go, die? oh, my well, God, yeah. they're not allowed the to about, say that it's real if it's not. The thing about the sci-fi thing is it's not that they uh, said it was fake. It's that they didn't say it was fake. 
Yeah. So you're you're just yeah. assuming that it's real because they're do because they're pr- presenting it in, in, in that way, and it's it was very much like the next week or something they had to come out with all, oh by the way that was fake our bad we didn't <laughs> yeah. think everybody yeah, was the actors. actually gonna buy it like not realizing I, I think one of the most interesting things in this documentary is and they'll go back to the Blair Witch thing is um those people who make that Blair Witch thing don't realize that all these people in America and all over the world we were brought up to believe in the Easter Bunny and Santa and these <laughs> other things so to believe in Slenderman or to believe in something like that is not really that huge of a leap if you still believe in Santa. And there was yeah. a whole thing from the mother who said that the girl, uh, the girl who killed the other girl, she believed in Santa ch- till she was 11 because the mother just felt like, why take this girl, the why take her childhood away from her so soon? Um, so and she yet, was- she believed in him till she was 11, then she was 12 when she did it. It was her twelfth birthday when she stabbed that stabbed the girl. Right, good point. Yeah. <laughs> so she, so she got was, rid of. She gave up on Santa and got Slenderman. Uh, that's always <laughs> kind of been like the Santa Easter Bunny thing. It, like, I understand parents wanting to like maintain the kid's childhood, and there's definitely an issue with uh, if you're sending your kid to school and you actually do tell them that Santa isn't real, then they're going to go sell, say it to other kids, and then the parents yeah. that don't want that are going to get mad about it because they didn't yep. want your kids. And then there's this whole thing and it's like a cultural thing where it's like, shut up, don't tell anybody that because that, that, you're going to ruin the kid's childhood. But yeah. then you have a situation like this where a kid uh, is believes that these kind of fantasy worlds are real and then ends up doing something like this. So that's kind of like, I don't know. I've always thought that uh, there's got to be a point somewhere around it's got to be before like six that you tell your kid that these fantasy worlds are just made up and that you're you've been lying to them their whole life like (laughs) how do you just go up to a child and say i think it's about time that i shatter all of your especially you just said it's six as a parent as a parent over time there's things that you're gonna have to be that you're gonna have to have the sex talk you're gonna have to yeah. have the Santa talk. You're gonna have to have the but you have uh, your body's changing you. talk. Like those things are gonna have to happen. And I, in my opinion, I think w- what you're saying is that you shouldn't do it because it's hard on the on, a, on the adult. And that's really what it comes down to. Is it's well, not no. that they want. It's not that the the parent wants the kid to maintain its childhood for longer. It's that the the adult wants the child to stay younger <laughs> longer. Yeah, but I do think that, you know, there's, it should have been a flag, red flag to the mum that her daughter still genuinely believed in Santa because she could have been faking it. She could have been pretending. Mm. But right. You can't, you there, there is a cutoff. But I would say other, maybe 11 other... is about the cutoff. Because I remember you would think I that one of her other that friends I... would have told her about it at some point. Except she didn't have any, did she? Just that Bella. Right. <laughs> which kind of confused me because they made this whole thing in the documentary about um, how she was they they were the only two friends for each other and they had no other friends and then all of a sudden they never explained it but there's a third friend Yeah. yeah well it was Morgan that didn't have any friends at all Anissa had few friends but I don't think they were school friends they were right okay girls from I want to talk two seconds yeah Yeah. I I want to talk two seconds uh, about how random uh, that it was uh, 
Slenderman. Because that is so strange that uh, it was that one thing. I, I, I mean, it could be probably everything. Don't you agree? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think this has a lot to do with her her own preferences. I mean, it. this is definitely, uh, like, it, it, it's an out... Uh, Slenderman itself, is, like Tilly said, is kind of something that people on the outside fringes... It's not going to be, like... There's not going to be jocks, like, online reading all, all about Slenderman and stuff like that. It's going to be somebody who's, like, a goth kid or a punk kid or something like that who's a younger... And they're yeah. going to get into it because it's kind of dark and foreboding, and that's how they feel inside in their own life. Um, and this does happen. I mean, like, however many years ago it was that Jamie Bulger was kidnapped. That was the boys that did that said that it was to do with child's play. They'd watched Chucky and they idolized Chucky and they wanted to be like him and thought this would, you know, please him. That was their their reasoning for it. And this is... right. Again, it's it's mental health, it's content. children's fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And everything being put together. And these two girls, one schizophrenic and one that was very, very impressionable. You know, you could she was easily scared. You could tell her something and she would believe it. So having somebody that's having psychotic delusions and hallucinations and things, then convincing somebody else of the reality of this horrific monster because they believe it themselves right. you know she'd seen it she she knows Slenderman's real and you know she'd been seeing scary things all of her life then to find somebody that believes her and they just run on with it together right. it's never gonna end in happiness I don't think I think it was a huge recipe for something bad but I don't think right. it, and, I don't know if anybody would have been able to intervene as, as far as Slenderman it was just uh that was a prolific online thing at the time. And so it was just timing is just, yeah, that was what was there. That was the content that was available and, uh, and malleable. to find lots of it. And by malleable, I mean, like, like I said, it's the boogeyman. It can be what you want it to be. So she made it what she wanted it to be. And that's what she even said in her own head. Like she didn't mind going to jail cause she could just make it any place she wanted to make it. Cause she, yeah. cause of her schizophrenia. So, one of the things I, I liked about this doc- documentary was that uh, we, we got to know the girls as, as much as we did. Yeah, they weren't just these faceless juveniles. Yeah. They uh, actually explained. I mean, from, from birth, pretty much, it tells you about them. You've got all the family videos and how they were when they were right. growing up. All of that, you're aware of what these girls were like. And I like that it doesn't try to paint them in a really horrible way, but also doesn't try to make them look like angels. Well, it was doing, they were definitely putting it out through the eyes of the parents. That's how it felt to me. They were trying to show them through the eyes of the parents, but also showing the other side of it as much as they could, because there's only so much of that side you can show. There was one thing that bothered me. They were talking all about how she got her iPad. She got this iPad for Christmas, and they're showing this yeah. uh, video video of Christmas, and they're showing her getting this package, and it looks like a tablet. And then right at the end, they show a slow motion of it, and it's a Kindle. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, those don't go online. Like, what? Oh. Yeah, that was a stupid uh, mistake. It felt. No, like I mean, a, they uh... they just 
again, this is like the it's the soccer mom that doesn't know anything about <laughs> computer games. It's like, oh look, we got a thing. She's got a tablet, but if you know what a Kindle is, it's like that kind of ruins it. But you know, I understood the imagery what they were going for. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. better than a holding a notebook. Exactly. Like an actual piece of paper or something. <laughs> <laughs> and she got that iPad. She loved it. So uh, what away. would you give this uh, out of uh, 10, Tilly? Mm, between oh, eight and a half or nine. Okay. I think eight and a half. Or maybe 8.75. There we go. Sorry, I'm getting convoluted. <laughs> that, that's pretty close to the IMDb score. I was going to go an 8. Right. Solid 8. Yeah, I gave it a, a solid 9. I love this documentary. Oh, actually, it's... I've just remembered yeah. a bit about it. The very, very beginning. How appropriate is the very, very beginning to us? They're all yes. getting on Skype and they're all having Skype issues. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that. Was... that. They're like. I, I can't hear you, but I can see you. Just nod if you can see me or hear me. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, Skype. <laughs> that is hashtag Skype problems. Mm-hmm. Another thing is they had, uh, I think it was Anissa's uh, social media, and it was Google+. Plus. And I was like, yes. what? This little girl is using Google+. Plus? <laughs> what the hell? That's for, yeah. like, businesses and, like, yeah. Really strange. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you've seen this uh, film, give us a shout out what you thought about it. Uh, I think it's one of the most interesting documentaries in in a while, that's for sure. Have you seen another movie, Tilly? For some strange reason. Um, I feel like I have, but I don't... Oh, actually, I have watched a film this this week. I watched The Labyrinth. (laughs) Again? Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you seen that? Oh. Well, in my life or in the past couple of weeks? A couple of weeks. Twice. Okay. In my life, I couldn't tell you because I watched it three or four times a day, every day, from the age of about 18 months to about four and a half, five. <laughs> I know that film inside out and upside down. And how Sometimes... many times? Have... Yeah. And how many times have you watched uh, The Godfather? One, uh, two, once. three. Once. No, I have them but... on VHS. I have the box set, but I bought them like two oh. years ago on VHS. <laughs> I was sure VHS. you were willing to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in a charity was... shop, they're a pound for the box set. I was sure you were willing to say never. So I'm I'm surprised. Uh, Luke, have you seen the movie this week? Uh, yeah, I actually, I think I have a documentary that may... Uh be close to or if not better than this beware the slenderman from last year it's called zero days uh, have you seen this one yes Bro, you saw this it's about oh, uh malware worm called stuxnet uh and it was famously used against iranian centrifuges in nuclear and uh, nu- in nuclear plants and it's been in this documentary they claim that the origin of this malware was a joint effort between the CIA and the Israeli intelligence. And there's a lot of proof in this. And this uh, this stuff uh, it, they talk about in this, it's like the reverse of all the Russia stuff. And it's kind of point, it's showing like, if this is true, America is the one that started this uh, war in a way. Because they even point out that Russia found out about this uh, Iranian hack and all this other stuff. It's very interesting 
Uh, it's got a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. So super high and uh, and like an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. So rated really, really highly, and I would recommend it. Uh, really well put together documentary and very interesting content. So I would give that documentary a 9 as well. Yeah. A really I'll good documentary. A I'm a little surprised that you haven't seen Rogue One this week because it came out. Uh... Yeah, I'm... Uh... I, you know what I did try to watch this week? This is kind of funny. Um, I tried to watch John Wick. I was over at my parents' house, and they have, like, On Demand or whatever. And it was on okay. their On Demand for free. So I was like, I'm going to okay. watch John Wick. So I turned it on as uh, what I was doing other stuff around their house. And um, uh, it played, like, you know how sometimes On Demands or Netflix, it won't sync to the right movie? So I started yep. playing it, and it was a Jennifer Lopez movie where she's trying to get pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, this is it. Like, I got, like, a few minutes into it, and I was like, wait a second. This is not, <laughs> this is not what I ordered. This is not what I wanted. Right. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. The funniest part is it took me about 10 minutes until, because I wasn't 100% paying attention. It took me, like, 10 minutes, and then after she got out of the doctor's office, I was like, wait a second. This is not the same. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> My favourite is that you didn't notice. Uh, I've seen uh, a lot of movies this week. I've seen The Institute with Pamela Anderson in it. No kidding. Okay. Uh, is this new or old? No, new. And it's okay. a shit, shit, shit movie. Well, it has got uh, Pamela Anderson in it. What? She was amazing in Barbed Wire. That was she was a great <laughs> actress in that uh, wonderful film. So so good. Uh, I also saw uh, Rogue One uh, this week again. Uh, but last but not least, and I do recommend this movie uh, hardly. And uh, I I think I think we almost should do a, do an episode on this uh, on this film because I've seen. <clears throat> And it's hard for me to read. Prevenge. Okay. So, you know what revenge is? Yes. Right? Yes. So, what do you think prevenge is oh, about? Prevenge, like, like revenge attacking before, before they. Yeah. yeah you attack yes. before they do. So, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, 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 a girl that. Taking revenge of her unborn child. Wow, okay. <laughs> and I freaking love this movie. I, oh. It's so good. It, Taking it revenge so... on her unborn child, how? That sounds grotesque. <laughs> uh, for her unborn child. She's pregnant. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, everybody should watch that because that's really yeah. That's what I've seen. Uh, I also seen opera this week. So <laughs> cinema, watching opera. Any particular uh, opera, or just somebody we just no, did the cinema? Somebody singing no, opera at you. I, I I was watching Idemio uh, by uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Cool uh, beans. I did four. 
it wasn't that great to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right on. uh, but uh, I, I really love opera. I'm an opera snob, so uh, you have to do a lot to impress me. Uh, and I clicked the wrong link. Uh, but uh, now we are uh, going to talk about the movie I snuck into this week and watched. Free movie! We're the California Highway Patrol. Without us out there. Oh, come on! Okay. Explosions. It's a comedy. Yeah. I don't think the uh, original TV show was really a comedy. I mean, there might have been comedy elements, but it wasn't making fun of police. I have never seen a single episode. Me either. But they just replayed the same thing twice in this trailer. <laughs> Did anybody notice that? Inside. Yeah, I thought I was going a bit confused. We put you with a rookie named John no. Baker. So who am I playing? Francis Llewellyn Poncherello. Are the first two female names? How is Francis a woman's name? What? Yeah, it is. Maya Rudolph is funny. Dax Shepard is horrible. Yeah. You could basically. Dax Shepard is it's it's a trouble. If it's got Dax Shepard in, it's probably going to be a bad movie. Oh, I don't know. Is this must be a Red Band trailer? And we haven't seen that, but whoa. That that was a bit of willy touching. Yeah, that happened mm-hmm. just now. This job is my one shot at saving. I'm I'm not saying it's a bad movie before we go into it, but. Um, yeah, this movie. Find the dirty cops. Check it. You're FBI. Yep. Hey, we need to focus. What? So now they're FBI and CIA and all these things. Why are they dressed yeah. like Power Rangers all of a sudden? What the hell is going on? <laughs> There's another Power Ranger. So they're. What? They just the highway patrol. Yes, they're supposed to be. So you screw up this case. See, he's falling down a hill, so that's southbound. Because south is down. Yeah. You ah. Dig into the earth, go south. It's not how circles work, but whatever. Yeah, all compasses. Oh, he's also. Pro- I can already tell from this scene right here with all the trophies. He's. He's also like a was before he became a cop. He was a pro Moto X racer. Yeah, yeah. I can already tell, and they didn't even say it. <laughs> yes, uh, this Oscar nomination made the uh, movie. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, what is it about? Look. Right. So this uh, chips, John Baker and. And Frank Ponch Ponsarello have joined the California Highway Patrol in L.A., but for different reasons. Ba- Baker is a former motorbike rider. I told I told you who's <laughs> trying to put his life and marriage back together. Poncherelli is a cocky undercover FBI agent investigating a multi-million-dollar heist that may be an inside job. Mm-hmm. Does it sound generic? Yes, it does. It's got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb and 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I want to talk to those 19% and give them another round. <laughs> They're like, I got Something. paid? I got paid to do it? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm part pretty of the sure. film. 
Yeah. Uh, where did you steal your review from, Tilly? Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, what um, price? Yeah. Well, I found three, but this you, one You are one. never there. <laughs> I know, I never go on that site. Yeah, ever. Right. I never find the best ones there. Mm. Um, but yeah, Brian D. gave it one star. And he says, the new movie Chips sucks. At sign percentage ampersand is the worst movie ever. My wife had fellow teachers over for dinner. I had an idea to skip out and see a movie. What a waste of time and money. Why was this movie made? Who wrote this scene play and approved it? They had the actors, the money, the location, yet the movie made no sense. Spelled C-E-N-T-S. A high schooler could have written a better (laughs) script. As a retired 28-year California police officer, I was offended. California police officer was in capitals there. Mm. I quite like that it okay. made no sense. And sense. that it, was, sign, it's probably sign not going to make that much money, so it probably actually isn't going to make any sense. Sorry, what you did there. So I went to the Facebook page. Uh, not a whole lot going on there, but a little bit. Uh, I got one from Stephen McCullough. Two and a half Maybe three stars. Started out okay, but in the end, stunts were bad, and there were some plot fails, and please don't take your children. There was a family with a young girl, maybe 10-year-old, in my movie theater. So not the movie for the kids, is what it says. (laughs) So I have a question for you. Um, If if you you want a romantic... (laughs) Uh, day day out, and you let your girlfriend pick the movie. Uh, why do you think she would pick something like this? Because she uh... would fancy one of the guys in it. Uh, I really hope so because uh, our the most romantic night... thing I saw on that trailer was two penises touching each other. So I don't, I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah. Our our date night uh, was this movie, but here here's the thing: I saw this for free, and uh, you ask, "Hey, Fro, why did you see this movie for free?" Well, <laughs> here's the story: uh, the movie started, then it went maybe fifteen minutes, then we heard this. And <laughs> the screen went totally black. <gasps> and and uh, we went outside the cinema thing, and my girlfriend was so fucking scared <laughs> because it was black everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like the light, the, the light totally blacked out everything. It was like uh, the whole cinema started. Right. As, as a person who worked as a projectionist for six years, I can tell you that happens a lot more than you think. <laughs> Sounds like they're not using digital projectors and whatever. They're using actual film projectors, which nowhere in America still uses film projectors. It's all digital at this no, point. It's unless digital. It's, it's digital. But oh, uh, really? uh, uh, the light in Lilamer just went out. Oh, uh, like power, power, power outage. Okay. Yeah, it was a power thing. I was going to say, so, you'd be surprised how often, uh, uh, even with digital stuff, that something will go wrong and the movie will just stop. Like, it happens way more. Like, 
before I became a projectionist, I never happened to me ever when I went to a movie. But when you're running like uh, at the, one of them, I was running 16 movies at a time, uh, oh. 16 different theaters. You'd be surprised how many times something like that happens. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been in where it's just something's gone so wrong. So my girlfriend said reason. said to me, when you told this story, don't, please don't tell everybody how afraid I was. <laughs> hey, I've never been afraid. And so you tell us that part of the way to go, bro. <laughs> I know. Uh, guess who's single? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, so we we got free tickets. Uh, so after five minutes, the lights came out, uh, on again. But uh, yeah, uh, after f- fifteen minutes, I, I was always in this movie, so I'm not sure why why I stayed and watched the rest. Because <laughs> something I really really want to curse now. <laughs> it, 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 it is the biggest piece of. Yes, I ever seen in my entire life. I would rather stick rusty nails into my eyes than see this movie again. Wow, high praise from Fro there. Yeah, <laughs> all go and see Chip and I, I think nails trailer, in your eyes while you're doing it. From that yeah, trailer, sorry, did but... either of you get the feeling they were trying to trick people into thinking it was Super Troopers? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It had the same like font in the title and everything, and the and the same uh, kind of jacket, even though they're not it's wearing those so, jackets. Yeah. It's so homophobic. Really? It's, it's yes. Oh yes. The 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 thing the thing about showing male genitalia and and, and stuff it's really played up. Like uh, he he's he's a homophobe and haha that's so funny. They are they are they are trying to do do the thing uh, people do where they say ah look at him he's so homophobic that it gets homophobic do you understand what I mean yeah uh, they, right they're trying trying to to make so much fun of him that it it doesn't overcompensating get... yeah yes yes so this is a black red car uh, uh, Carvalet of a car it's it, it is it's really really not funny i don't think like the most fun parts they show in this trailer did you laugh no i think i chuckled i think i might have gone hmm. yeah i might be guilty uh, of that much the, clo- the closest <laughs> thing I, I i laughed more uh that my girlfriend was scared than of this movie so she was something. probably more moved by the darkness than the film. The, the, the funny thing is, like she's she goes to me and uh, after the movie, she, she just she just looks at me and she goes, "I'm sorry." <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, I don't forgive it." Now, yeah, uh, from everything on the Facebook wall and everything everywhere else is a bad movie. If you enjoyed the TV show originally in the 70s, uh, from everything I read, you will be disappointed. So don't watch yeah. this movie. WrestleMania! WrestleMania! Okay, let's do this as quick as we can. Everybody got their stuff ready here? All right. Let me just grab my pen and move the cat. 
All right. Oh, I do yeah. well. Get out my face. Okay, we're ready. Write down my predictions because I don't really know. Okay. Uh, uh, well, hopefully you know one of them. But, but yeah, we'll start at the pre-show. Pre-show, first match. Uh, women's... Uh, oh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Mickey James, Carmella, and Naomi. And this was the match that we thought, at least up until this week, was going to be... Uh, there was going to be some extra people just at random because they said anybody on the SmackDown women's roster. But right now I'm reading right now I'm reading. It says six pack challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So this is all, all the people. Yeah. So what do you got Fro? I'm so stoked for this. No, uh, I think it was, uh, it's just keeping the title for some strange reason. Think it's staying with Alexa Bliss. Yeah, oh, I know. Okay. I Where went Mickey James, and I'll go Becky Lynch. Okay. Yeah. I want to stop working. Those yeah. were the two I was kind of going between was Becky Lynch and Mickey James. So, yeah. All right. Next, we got Neville versus Austin Aries Cruiserweight uh, Championship. I went. Yeah. Mm. I... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Bro. Come on. No, come well, on. I, I went Neville. Okay. Uh, Tilly? Austin Aries. Uh, I was hoping we were going to say uh, Neville, so I had to say Austin Aries. Uh, <laughs> because I really, really don't know. I This is one of the hardest uh, matches to predict on the card, to be honest. Uh, I do... Think Neville have been really, really great, but they love Austin Aries, though. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the thing. They, and they Neville's are being so awesome. good, they're gonna knock him off because they always do that. If somebody's doing really well, they don't just keep him in the championship. <laughs> Take him down don't. a peg. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, I'm going with my heart instead of my uh, brain, so I'm picking Austin Aries. All right. Uh, final match of the pre-show, supposedly, uh, 2017 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And we are going to do the same thing, I guess, we did with the last, uh, year. last year and what we did with um, Royal Rumble. We're going to pick one person each from SmackDown and one person from Raw. So yeah. why don't you this go first? Point I, this is the point where I was supposed to remember something. Uh- <laughs> I did write those down. Uh, I picked, uh, uh, on Raw, I picked, uh, uh, Bro Strowman. <laughs> yes, you did. I remember that. I Do you remember who that. you picked this SmackDown? Uh, uh, was it, uh, uh, no. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> It'd be too bad if you didn't know who he was. I have no clue. It's too bad he's too good. Oh, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. You picked him. (laughs) Right. Dolph Ziggler. I'm so so sure of this. (laughs) Why don't you go first, uh, Tilly, and I'll go. Uh, For Raw, I picked Bo Dallas. And for SmackDown, I picked Apollo Crews. And I went with Samoa Joe on Raw and Luke Harper on SmackDown. See, Luke knows who he picked. (laughs) <laughs> are officially not in in the match. Yeah, yeah. 
but I'm, a, as, as I'm said, thinking that. As we speak. Oh yeah, I'm thinking one of them will come out uh, kind of as a surprise. Like if we're gonna get the thing where all these guys that we see here are gonna already be in the ring, and then we're gonna get entrance of like Samoa Joe, and then it's gonna be like super obvious who's gonna win. Or it could be yeah. Luke Harper because he also doesn't have a match. Um, they both don't have matches on the card, and either. So it's kind of that's where I'm kind of basing. Yeah. It off of. Both are big, uh, big things. So I, I think you're right. I think uh, one of them are going to show up. Uh, I don't think Luke Harper will win, though. Uh, if I would if like Samoa it actually Joe... more than Samoa Joe, but that's because I like him a lot. Maybe yeah, me. I, I agree. If Samoa Joe uh, shows up, he is going to win because Samoa Joe. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Uh, tag team. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championships. We did. We do not have a SmackDown Tag Team Championship because all those guys are in the on the Memorial Battle Royal. Um, yes. And this is a ladder match. Did you guys know this was a ladder match? Oh nope. no. I guess it got added on uh, Twitter. They just oh. came out with it this week, like before SmackDown, that it was going to be a ladder match. I because that's just, the thing you should do. Uh, I guess there's a lot of rumor that. The Hardy Boys uh, supposedly are gonna. Their last day with Ring of Honor is Saturday or Friday, and that right. their contracts are up, and that they made this a ladder match. So maybe we're gonna. Ha- you see what I'm saying? And Hardy ladder matches. And they retweeted the. Um, they've retweeted a thing, a picture of, I think it's Jeff and Matt in the WWE ring, um, from years ago WrestleMania right. moments and. Uh, you know the Jeff's got his own clothing line, his own like website right. for that. That's right. gone down, and he's been asked, "Is it got anything to do with the retweet from WWE?" Ooh. And he said, "No, it's got everything to do with the retweet from WWE." <laughs> <laughs> so they are they're, they're coming back. It's, are they coming back for Mania? I am so I surprised. Really I never thought we would see them back in WWE because I, of all I, the drug yeah. stuff and like the just their verbal diarrhea on social media and things like that. I've yeah. never thought it. Yeah. But yeah, what are we? Let's make it a rule that we can't pick them. Obviously, I don't think they're going to be in the match. I think they're going to show up maybe at the end. You know what I mean? And maybe challenge those people to a match, something like that. Uh, I went Cesaro, Sheamus. Uh, I'll go Enzo and Cass because I enjoy them. Who are the others? Gallows and Anderson, the champs. Okay, I will say that. It's done. Oh, okay. I think all of these have a good chance to win. I don't. I yeah, really don't I know mean, which one it's going to be. So. Uh, yeah, and no, I really don't care. So. It's really it's a weird <laughs> match because you have <laughs> Enzo and Cass who are face, and then the yeah. team formerly known as Club who are heels, and then Cesaro and Sheamus who are like a little of Winners. both. Yeah, yeah. sort of healy faces. Yeah. All right, next Intercontinental Championship, Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. This is uh, did not even get any build on the last SmackDown. They these two guys weren't even off. So not the match, match. Right. This is this is this is one of those matches that I'm I'm pretty sure will surprise us of how good it's going to be. But holy balls, what the bads build up to this. Uh, Why don't we start with you, Fro? Is Holy Balls a swear word? Mm, I wouldn't uh, say it in church. Nah, well, yeah, maybe not in church. <laughs> okay. 
Related to another. I love when I say that and Luke doesn't do it. Uh, well, you've said holy balls more than once on the show, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, I am so un- unsure what they want to do with this, but they really, really, really like this SmackDown uh, guy one of those. So I'm picking the contender. Baron Corbin. Okay. Yeah, Baron Corbin. Uh, they are really liking him for some strange reason. I say He's tall. I see. I see nothing okay. in him. <laughs> I I see absolutely nothing in him. In him, he's such a bad wrestler. He's very very boring. Uh, I also went Baron Corbin. Oh, me too. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll say Dean Ambrose instead. I don't. If mind. you want to, yeah. I'll yeah. be unstable. It's fine. All right, the match of the night, John uh, Zena, Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? What the actual I, hell? I, lo- I love that you think this is going to be a match of the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, so Dick uh, pointed out to me, he's like, when did you ever think that you would see that at WrestleMania as well? Oh, who's Cena going to be wrestling? Oh, the big um, Miz and Maurice <laughs> with Nikki Bella. It's oh. such a joke. It's, it's for joke. the girls. It's for the girlfriends. All the girlfriends that don't watch wrestling, but they watch Total Divas and Total I was going to say, it's also for Total Bellas. Yeah, it's going to be like the season finale of Total Bellas. Yeah. yeah. I am so sure that Cena will win that I will bet a lot on it. Yeah, I went Cena Bella. I mean, it makes no sense at all if they don't win. Well, I'm going to go different, say the Miz and Maurice. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're going to be wrong then. You are going to yes, be incredibly fine. wrong. But you are hey, going I to do this forward. every time in the amount of times I've won. That's true. You do. <laughs> sometimes it just works out. Um, it, it works out sometimes, but not on this story. Just trust us. Don't mm-hmm. go with that. Oh, I believe you. I'm just going going against you because, no, no, you know. No, Come back to the, the same. side. Nope. <laughs> come back um, to the light side. All right. The dark uh, side with the... Miz and Maurice. U.S. Championship. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Tilly. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens. Oh, no, Jericho. No. Oh. oh, Kevin Owens. I said Kevin Owens as well. Oh, I th- yeah. okay. Well, if I fluffed that much, maybe I should go with Jericho. All right, next one is this was the one that was hardest for me to pick. Are you going with Jericho or is I'm like, going with Jericho. I'm not having us all the same. Okay. okay. It's rubbish when that happens. Uh, okay. Women's uh, Raw Championship Fatal Four Way <laughs> Elimination Match. So it's going to be in an elimination uh, match. Bailey, I Charlotte Flair, sure. Sasha Banks, Nia Jax. This was a hard one for I'm me. So, Can I go I'm first? So, I'm sure. so sure. Yeah. Nia Jax. Uh, okay, Fro. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> oh, I said Bailey too. So well, I'm going to say Sasha Banks. I'm I'm really sure. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, Shane McMahon, uh, Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. Mm, yeah, nothing. This, well, I've not been watching or, SmackDown. <laughs> or as I call it, this match. Uh, <laughs> last <laughs> minute match. Yeah. Now, uh, if Shane wins, I rebel. Uh, so I'm picking AJ. 
Yep. I went AJ. Yeah. We can all match on that one. <laughs> all right. I'll allow that. I mean, it makes it, it makes no freaking sense picking a, a has been to. I, I said that uh, when he was going against the Undertaker, I was right then. I'm going to be right, right this year as well. Mm-hmm. When he can't beat the, yeah, he can't beat the stock. manager. Yeah, it's just silly. Oh, it's silly. And our other uh, former indie guy versus WWE brass, Seth Rollins versus Triple H, non-sanctioned match. I'm hoping this will be in the parking lot with like cars surrounding it with the lights on, but we'll see. Let's hope that. Uh, they are really playing up that he's search. Uh, but I'm saying yeah. set because we, we, yeah, storylines. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying Seth as well. I'm That's sure you put Triple H well. yeah. on uh, Raw as well. Yeah. Triple H was limping. It right, makes right, no right. sense. Yeah. So they're both going to be no on crutches. Sense. They're both going to be hurt. They're both going to play on each other's knees. Cripple fight. Um, I love when we agree. <laughs> All right. Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. The Undertaker. Please, 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 please. The Undertaker. Please, please, I said Reigns. Um, I think Reigns as well. I really don't care about this match, and I wish Undertaker yeah. would have stopped wrestling like three years ago. Um, it's kind of the same with both of them. Nobody really. This is the go for a wee match. So go, right. to, go no. to the bathroom, get yourself a no. drink. Come it's going to be a good match. The, the Undertaker doesn't ever it's have a bad match. It's going to be match, a but. really good match. But I just don't give a crap. Uh, next, uh, we're getting into our championships. Universal Championship. Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, please uh, give it back to Lesnar. Yeah, I'm saying Lesnar as well. Uh, I said Lesnar also, so we all oh, agree that's... on that again. Yeah. Oh my gosh! See, this is why I'm glad I didn't do. The well, other ones. Uh, guess what? We have a bet that maybe you guys don't remember. We'll, we'll do it right after Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, uh, singles match for the WWE Championship. How long's Bray had it? Since uh, uh, Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not long at all. Okay. This is such a hard match to predict because they... What did I say? Yeah, I... It could go either way, really. The thing is, which one's a heel, which one's a face? Who knows? But I went Randy Randy Orton. I think Randy, too. Then I'm going Bray Wyatt. All right. And for the bet that you guys probably forgot was a bet, uh, we had made a bet about WrestleMania a while ago. It was called the James Ellsworth bet. Where yeah. I oh, said, yeah. I had said that I didn't think he would be at WrestleMania, and he is on the card, so I he got is. that wrong. I think Fro got it right, and what did you say, Tilly? I don't remember. I'm sure you I said, said he'd never. be back. Oh, you okay. said never. <gasps> okay. You so Fro already never. has a point. So there you go. I'll put his extra point up at the top. His James Ellsworth point. Unless, of <laughs> course, something weird happens. James Ellsworth plane doesn't oh, yeah. get stuck and or, you know, he gets sick. Who knows? Maybe he's not. If Who he's knows? not there, not there. So, yeah, if he's not there. You get the point. Yep. Hey. All right. That's what uh, I Over under on uh, how excited you are. 
I wasn't super excited until like yesterday. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I'm, I just I'm, I know that I, it's it's just it builds up as you get closer to WrestleMania, and I'm sure on yeah. the day I'll be excited for it. But uh, especially after all the hype they do and things like that. But right now, uh, it's it, the one thing is it feels very predictable. But I know there's going to be some surprises does. in there. So yeah. It feels I feel like Sasha crazy. Banks might turn heel and we might get some other things. So those are going to be the yeah. exciting. That's already, she's already said she's going to beat Bailey. And those are and Roman she Reigns going to win. Roman Reigns was acting the most heely of heels ever on Raw. He so. was such a heel. Yeah. Uh, I I really hope they, they don't go with him though. I, I, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Uh, no, I'm I'm stoked. Uh, I, I last time this year, I remember I, I I said this is going to be one of the worst WrestleManias ever, and it was. Uh, last year was really really bad. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited for some matches this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. was not just last year. Last year was such a bumper of a show. Uh, I'm. Uh, we are maybe going to watch. Uh, I know that we're going to watch NXT, right? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll be watching it. Yeah, uh, we are maybe. If you want to join us, I I'm probably going to be awake uh, watching the inductee cer- ceremony. If you want to join us, uh, or join us on the WrestleMania chat, it's going to be fun. If you want, uh, hey. Samurai Jack was really good this uh, uh, episode. Uh, I'm going to give my rating before we talk. I was going to say, I was thinking that Fro might not like this episode because there was literally zero comedy in this episode. No comedy at all. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. I I just love this episode. It was exceptionally good. Yeah, it was very, very good. All right, I got a rating for last week um yeah but what you two guys what are you rating this episode um, best so far yeah mm-hmm. yeah Maybe. i i yeah i don't know it's kind of a toss-up to me it's still kind of a toss-up but i thought this episode was much different than the other ones like i'll give i'll just say that um it was a lot clearer uh, what do you mean? A lot of what was going on? Yeah, a lot easier to follow. Like, okay, you don't yeah, have to read yeah. into it as much as the other. Like last episode, there was a lot of having to read into it. This one's more sort of, here you go. Here's here's what you need to think. <laughs> this is how it is. Yeah, yeah, this is what's happening. Okay, all right, okay, right, I'm there. Follow Bye. us. <laughs> follow the busser. <laughs> there might have been some stuff in there. I don't know if you uh, noticed that is little things that kind of um, I noticed, but we'll get into it. How about that? Okay. Last week uh, rating uh, 0.7, 1.3 million people. Same rating this week. Uh, exactly the same rating. It was actually a 1.35. So it was a little up, but barely this week. Um, oh, they've got their kids watching it. It's all the same people, but now they've got their kids watching. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's basically maintaining like 1.3 to 1.5, so that's a million people. That's around where it is, that's like a point seven point point seven point eight rating, which is all right, I guess. Um, it's good uh, for it's not too shabby. Imagine if like that many people listen to us. <laughs> like yeah, I, it, like I said, it's good for Cartoon Network. So, um, 
we got our opening bit. Um, and I noticed, oh, this is an interesting thing I noticed. The title, is that I mentioned the Roman numerals and everything. Mm-hmm. The title for this is ni- 94 in Roman numerals. And so I was wondering, well, okay, let's go back to the last episode of season four. Um, it was called LII, which is 52. Episode one of this season was 92. So they skipped 40 episodes. Yep. Or oh, 40 for, the, for that for those years. For so maybe years. after this season, we're going to go back and get all, like, we could fill in all those episodes. So they made a gap in the titles, that. which is very, mm, very cool and maybe a little foreshadowing right in the titles. Mm-hmm. But so we got our opening uh, credits. We go to the river, which we saw Jack fall in last time, and we see Jack's bloody body uh, floating down the river. And it's going through all these rapids, and he goes over a waterfall head first. And he surf- this kind of wakes him up. And he surfaces, and he gets on this log, and he floats down the river on this log. He's basically dead. And day turns to night, so we know time. Much a lot of time is passing, and we get a lot of hints at time passing in this show. Like uh, if you notice this episode uh, from beginning to end. I'll, I'll I'll talk about it more as we get into this, but this is about years time in this one episode. Did you guys realize that? I didn't realize it was a year, but I knew it was a lot of months. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you how I know. But okay. so uh, the frog. Uh, this is the part where he's on the log and the frog looks at him and standing on the log and it starts screaming, "They're coming!" <laughs> he's obviously hallucinating, which he's done a lot in the past. So, but Jack is trying to swim away because he thinks in his mind that this is real and he expels too much energy and passes out again. So now it's nighttime and Jack is on land and he's got the knife still in his stomach from last episode when she stabbed him, uh, which, you know, if he removed it, he'd probably bleed out. So it's probably a good thing that he has it still still stuck in there. Yeah. Like a nice little plug. Right. And he's covered in scratches all over his body from floating down this river, you know, probably knocking against rocks and things. Uh, he walks through these woods, and it. This is where we see that it's uh, fall, uh, right here, because their leaves are falling. Uh, and Jack finds a cave, and he takes shelter in this cave uh, to pull the knife out. And uh, when he pulls the knife out, he passes out again. Um. Oh, and when he was walking through the woods, uh, he is leaning up on trees and like leaving blood trail all over the place. He leaves a bloody handprint on this one tree. That they show you very obviously. <laughs> uh, when Jack passes out, we he wakes up kind of, and he's like in cold sweats because you know he's kind of halfway dying. And this is where we get Jack. I call it Jack's ego, but we saw it in the last episode when he was inside the Beetle Drone. It's like a ghost of himself talking to himself. He's kind of uh, he's a little bit schizophrenic. We realize really kind of goes with what we were, what we were talking about earlier. Um. And his ego monster is talking to him about uh, that they killed a girl. They killed this woman. This is the first time they ever killed an actual human being. And he gets this whole discussion with himself about uh, there were piles of robot corpses, but this is the first human being, real flesh and blood. And uh, his ego starts, like, freaking out at him. Can you kill them? Will they kill you? Or is that or or is that exactly what you want so this uh his ego is kind of pushing him to stay alive because 
it's saying like maybe you want to die maybe that's what you want but it makes jack just push through this whole thing right yeah it's sort of reverse psychology on himself um, yeah yeah so jack hears something outside of the cave and he's hides in the shadows with uh, the bloody knife to like waiting for obviously waiting for the daughters of a coup to come in um but it's the wolf from last episode that we saw <laughs> which we thought i love dead. that yeah i love cool that connection it's such a good surprise yeah and the the wolf is covered in blood just like jack is so they're both like uh you know they're both in trouble hi- hiding in this cave to get away from trouble obviously yeah they're both and, battle weary yeah and jack passes out like right as he sees this so uh, you know, he passes out, but he doesn't know if this wolf is going to eat him or not, basically. And we cut to kind of a Jack's dream, and but it's a memory of his past. And Jack sees his father uh, with him and his mother, and they're in a caravan type thing. And his dad was the emperor, right? And so these people are trying to overthrow the emperor. They come to try to take the caravan and kill his family, but his father murders all these people and jack's like right there to see it and right at the end he gets blood like splashed across his face um showing that jack's father killed human beings all the time in the past this is when there weren't robots right so so jack awakes in a pile of leaves from this dream uh and at this point you can see on his face like he knows that what his dad has been trying to say, like, it's okay, you're going to have to kill people. It's what's going to have to happen to, to defeat a coup. So he stitches up his wounds, and the wolf brings a dead bird back to Jack, and they eat it together. They have, like, a fire. And I wrote down Jack's new pet, maybe? Are we going to get a return of this, do you guys think? <laughs> oh, I hope so. I love this. I hope As so. I said, this episode made me want a wolf. I loved this wolf. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Uh, and the wolf uh, licks Jack's wounds to like disinfect like you know uh, that's how dogs disinfect their wounds is they lick them because they have whatever disinfected in their mouth and Jack tries to clean the the wolf's wounds and the wolf is not having it he's like get the F away from me he tries to like (laughs) put water on it and Jack it's like this must be winter now because Jack is freezing in the night and the wolf walks up to him uh Oh, right. He's freezing in the night and Jake Jack wakes up and the wolf is wrapped around him kind of like a blanket. And we see Jack exit the cave and uh, we see that Jack's wound is like mostly healed. It's not all the way, but it's closing up. You can still see the scars uh, where the opening are, but there's he's taking the stitches out and it's fall right here. Again, we see that the that. It hasn't been that long, so it, he must have... Either this has been one whole year that he's been in this cave, is what I'm thinking. Is that what you guys thought? I didn't go the full year. I thought it was months. Okay, because mm-hmm. he went in there, and it was fall, and then we get the part where he's freezing when it's winter, and now it's fall again. So I was assuming it was like a full year. I just thought because it was that... a cold autumn night. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um, but, uh, right. Then Jack, um, we get another kind of Jack's past thing where Jack is, he's not, it's not a dream, but we're just getting the rest of what we didn't see in the last 
dream he saw, but Jack's father is cleaning the blood from his face. And he says, the decisions you make and the actions that follow are the reflection of who you really are. You cannot hide from yourself. So at this point, Jack, we go back to Jack now and he's fully healed. And, and he's basically, he, it shows that he's ready to kick some ass. But he doesn't, still doesn't have his magic sword. That's the one thing we're missing. So back at the temple, the six daughters escape uh, with one punch. The one girl just like blows up the, all the rock. That was very cool. And they drag the one sister that Jack killed out. And they say death is failure, which uh, we, the mantra their mother gave them. Mm-hmm. And the six, they see the river where Jack fell into. So they know Jack was ro- floating down this river. And uh, so they. Oh, right. They follow this river down because they're still trying to find Jack. And I wrote here, uh, is the leader Ashi? Is that what we're assuming? I I don't know if the leader is Ashi, but but, uh, it seems like that. I think we find out at the end that it is. But yeah. at this point, I was like kind of wondering because they don't really point it out. But I think just from the first episode, we're supposed to assume she's the leader. But uh, the six find Jack's blood on a rock and they follow the river to this futuristic bridge that we saw earlier. So we know they're on his trail and they follow the this trail to the to the woods that we saw earlier. And they see this deer, uh, a female deer, a doe. A deer, a female deer, <laughs> and a buck, and they are—they're um, super confused because they've never seen wildlife because they've been—they've lived in a cave. This is the first time they've been out in the world, and they see the buck come up, and they're like, "It must be a—it's uh, a demon from Aku. It's going to kill the weaker one." And then the deer rub noses, and uh, the one says, "What are they doing?" And the other one says, "I don't know, but I don't like it." <laughs> they're all freaked out. <laughs> that was funny, though. That They're was freaked funny. out by love. They're like, what the hell yeah. is this love thing? We've never experienced that before. Uh, so do you think maybe love conquers evil? Right. I think that's what they're going with. Yeah. And this is where they find Jack's bloody handprint on the tree and the blood trail that follows it. Uh, and they follow this blood trail until it's snowing. And so now it's obviously winter. So they've been going for months and months. So, yeah, I guess it's not been years. I guess it's been months. You're right. And we they f- finally get to this point where it's the middle of the woods and they hear this Jack voice. Jack's voice is like booming over the whole woods. And it says, I will give you a new choice. Leave now. Uh, what does it say? Leave now and live or stay and face your destiny. And they, of course, say our destiny is your death. And then Jack... Uh, repeats what his father said to him in his dream. The choices you make are the reflection of who you are. And we get this, everything goes completely white, and we get this crazy battle scene where everything is so snowy that it's all white. And at one point, even a, a crow or like a, a blackbird flies through the scene and gets like uh, hit by a, a knife, gets stabbed into a tree, but <laughs> you can only see it because it's a blackbird, right? A very cool. I like this animation. What do you guys think? Yeah, okay. it was it super cool. It's not sticking in my brain. But it might have been, depending on how long this bit was for, it glitched out a bit for mine and went all green for a oh, bit. Oh, okay. 
It, I mean, it was it. it was a full fight scene where, and it was all white. So yeah, but yeah. Uh, this is where Jack um, kills two of the six with a spear. So we know two of them are definitely dead because those ones were definitely dead. Oh yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. The whiteness kind of clears, and the battle scene, uh, we get another battle scene with these four daughters now, because there's only four left, and Jack kills another daughter with her own sword, and so now there's three left, and they form, like, this six-armed woman with all these weapons, kind of, uh, I don't know, Shiva kind of thing looking, and Jack runs, uh, runs away and runs out onto this log hanging over these this cliff giant giant cliff and he drops his weapon and just sticks up his fists like i'm gonna fight you one-on-one mano we mano kind of style and we get a battle between uh, these three on the log jack kills two of them and obviously only or he doesn't kill them really uh, he throws them off the log and they fall uh into the like i don't know hundreds of feet so we assume they're dead right yeah but only the leaders left, and they have the Jack and her battle on this log. And Jack knocks her off, uh, and she has this like chain weapon with uh, blades on either end. So Jack uh, has one end of the chain weapon; she has the other. And she's hanging on this chain weapon over this cliff, uh, which is, and she's attached to the log. And at this point, her mask falls off, and this is where we find out this is Ashi, or at least it looks like Ashi from earlier. Um. And Jack is just standing there, and she's yelling, I will kill you. You will never escape. Aku's going to kill you. Die, die, die. And Jack just looks, like, right at the camera, basically, and let's go of the chain, and she falls. (laughs) Uh, And I didn't realize till later, but the chain, he's holding one end of it. It has this big blade on it. So when he lets go of it, it wraps around the log, and the, the blade goes around the log as well. And Jack kind of sighs in relief uh, that the battle is finally over against these uh, six women. And then the log breaks and he looks like, oh, crap. And he falls exactly where they fall. So I'm assuming Jack's not going to die. So I assume that the other three that fell off the log probably didn't die either. Right? Oh, I don't know. But Jack yeah. hasn't. Jack's lived for 50 years and hasn't really right, aged or died. Die. Aged, yeah. 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 So it may be that they've died and he hasn't. Because that's what I was left with this. I was like, does that mean they're all dead? I was is thinking we still have three. The... I was so surprised that they killed off so many of the daughters in this episode. Mm. Were you? I was like, holy yeah. crap, I was not expecting this. And I thought we were going to have, you know, one a week. Not just all of a sudden, boom. All of them, yeah. One of the things that we talked about was that this was going to be a continuing storyline. So we uh, through the through the season, right? Not anymore. <laughs> it seems like they're all dead, but I guess we're not going to know until next episode. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I guess uh, overall, I gave this. Uh, oh, we already did that, right? So yeah, that was yeah. Jack. <laughs> oh, I love that you forget. <laughs> I'm. I, uh, yeah, when when Luke does it, it's funny because I never forget anything. On this podcast, <laughs> I'm just I'm so used to doing things one way, and since we did it the opposite, I, I was already ready. I was ready to do it, and it was like, oh wait, we already did that. Yeah. 
Uh, prisoners of Damned People. Uh, it's over this episode. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. Yep. No. I feel yeah, like we kind of messed up last very... time. I think we yeah. made a mistake. And I've uh, in hindsight, stupid. it's pretty obvious we made a mistake. But yeah, yeah uh, we decided to go out of uh, miniaturization and get weapons to come back in and fight uh, the evil power master. And we, so oh. now we went to page 103. It says you reach for the miniaturization control, but you can't find it. Drax, where could it be? You look. Oh, that's still you, Fro. Oh, it's still me. You look, Flipto. It was right there in my pocket. Flipto peers into your jacket pocket, but he can't locate the control either. You must have dropped it, you clumsy earthling. Clumsy earthling? Why are you ear skinned, uh, Martian? Uh, why are you ear skinned, Martian? I'll have you know that I invented the word clumsy. I ought to know if I'm not so there. Impeccable logic, Earthling. Why don't you figure out what we should do now? I'm sure you'll come up with something good. As for me, I'm going to meditate on I'm going to meditate on the problem. Flipto sits on the uh, sits down on the ground. When a Martian starts meditating, there is no telling when he'll stop. You're truly on your own now. The ah. end. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes these up. endings of these books are depressing, like the one where we died and now like we're yeah. all alone in miniaturization world without any defense. Yeah. You know the plugs and things? People? Yes. I have a little little surprise for you. <gasps> okay. Hold on. Yep. You just have to you have to uh, trust me on this. Uh, <gasps> what? It is a surprise. Hi, Bill. Why do I have a feeling I made a left hand at Albuquerque? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprise, guys. Hi, Bill. It's hi, everyone. Hey. So, uh, Bill and me, we 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 do a stupid little thing together. Have you heard about that? It's um, called shot one. Yeah, I, I I've heard that rumor. Yeah, and uh, we never talk about sharks, but uh, uh, sharks, bond, uh, sharks, sharks, bond, a South Park uh, podcast here. So it's a really good show. Yeah, it is. Should, yeah, people out there should check it. Should Bill? They absolutely should. But uh, I invited Bill to talk about the controversial uh, music episode. Have you gotten any feedback on that uh, still? You know, I have not gotten any feedback whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) It's so strange because I was so sure that we were going to be yelled at. Yeah, I thought it would be like, oh my god, why did you not give us a rating? You're terrible. <laughs> so what happened uh, on the episode, if, if, if you people haven't listened to it, you should, uh, is that one of the episodes is a tribute episode, more or less, uh, and it's uh, just songs. So me and Bill, we opted out and we didn't give it any. We didn't give it a review. Yeah. <laughs> so we... Yeah, we, we didn't give it a rating at all. We were like, nope, uh-uh, this isn't really a South Park episode. And I'm so surprised, like, people 
didn't come to us and was like, what are you thinking? I wouldn't surprise me if we get it, like, a little later down the line. Yeah, yeah, when people get into it, because mm-hmm. some people are behind. I know we have a fan here. Uh, Luke, Luke listens to us. Yeah, I'm a bit uh, behind, so I'm not even on that, but I'm, I'm like, I, th- I would say, like, six or seven episodes behind right now, so, yeah, but I listen whenever I get a chance, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, thank you. It, it's been fun recording and doing the whole show. It really has. Yeah, that's what they should be. Yeah, fun. I can't wait. I can't wait for season four. Uh, we yeah, and the some... great thing about it is you can be a few episodes behind, and it really doesn't matter because they're old episodes of South Park that I've seen. That uh, yeah, yeah. It, it it's just a, something if you want something new and fun, kind of podcast. If you enjoy podcasts, it's definitely a, a good one. And but I have Bill here to talk about the thing that me and Bill are going to record after this podcast. That's why I invited him. Tell a little about what we're doing. Okay, well, this is going to air uh, tomorrow on that wrestling show because it's the big WrestleMania preview show. And for the record, this will be at the end of the show. So yes. you guys know where to catch the best part. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The best part, where Fro is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just just skip through like the hour and a half and just get to the (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Bill said that, not me. (laughs) But, um... Oh, see, that's someone right now. Am I going to be listening to the front of (laughs) (laughs) So what are we doing? Um, What we're going to do is... We are going to make our predictions for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And Fro... I did hear, by the way. Okay, I have not heard them, so I will be surprised when I hear them. Yes. When we... So, Fro is going to... He says he has three guaranteed picks yep. for WrestleMania. I do. And we've made a little bit of a deal. Um, for every guess of the three that Fro gets wrong, he's going to donate money. <gasps> to me? No, I wish. <laughs> to the show. And, and, I, and, and here's the okay. funny thing. And I've said this before. I've said this to Fro. I never ask for donations. Never. Fro's just doing this out of the kindness of his heart if he gets it wrong. Yeah. So, and, and we'll that's reveal one that. of the bets. That's one of the we have, but one of the other, uh, and almost a little more important for my sake. If I get one right, nothing happens. I'm I'm allowed to be on the show. Yeah. If I get two wrong, I'm uh, banned from being on that wrestling show for mo- one month. All right. But if I get all three bets wrong i'm banned to be on the show all to SummerSlam. yep <laughs> that is a big gamble yep that is the gamble isn't is that cool look uh, i guess so i mean that's yeah. such a cool bet and 
We gotta talk but about if it. I get it right, I get exactly. also a prize. <laughs> if Fro yes. gets all three right, he will be on the show every week until SummerSlam. Yay! Including the SummerSlam preview show. Yay! And I can do all stupid bets I want to. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, promote anything you want to build before we go. Um, you know what? Uh, tomorrow night's episode of that wrestling show is going to be live on Facebook. Um, I, I think I'm going to try it. Well, no, no, I'm not going to try. I'm going to do it under my name. So if you want to follow me to catch it live, uh, just friend me at Bill Yankovy, Y A N K O W Y, and you can. Join me and whoever else I have as guests for the. If crazy- you want us to, we could link it up on our Facebook page, uh, the, another Digital Citizen Facebook page. Just uh, let Fro know or something. Maybe we can help you out with that. Okay. Yeah. And you know we're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, I want to tell everyone that I have celebrity guests coming. Um, Aretha Franklin <laughs> is going to sing the national anthem. <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey is going to perform our halftime act. And just gonna walk hosts, off stage. <laughs> our hosts are Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty. <laughs> so I love I love obscure references. <laughs> so no, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. I this is one of my favorite shows of the year to record. It it's is WrestleMania. Funny. So yeah. I, I can't wait. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug, uh, Luke? Uh, WestCoastWrestlingConnection.com. Just go check out the TV show. Tilly? You can go to AudibleTrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Get yourself a free book uh, and cancel it after a month and you still get your book. Yep. Uh, coming up next week, we will talk news of the week. We will talk about mermaids. Tilly's pick. Uh, we will have uh, WrestleMania results. We will have another digital review of Ghost in the Shell. I can't wait to see that movie. Uh, we will really talk good. about. Yeah, it looks super good. Uh, we will do Samurai Jack uh, season five, episode four. Oh, that's everything from Norway, from the United Kingdom, and from the United States. This has been another episode of another digital system. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Goodbye, everybody. everybody. Goodbye, citizen.